0: tiger fans you've probably seen fort Hay state university license plates on vehicles around town these official state of kansas tiger tags not only show your tiger pride but they also support student scholarships getting your own tiger tag is quick easy and every tag generates money for student scholarships visit fhsualumni.com slash drive or contact the alumni office to learn more again that's fhsualumni.com slash drive go tigers
1: Heads and tails. Four days you are the visiting team. What's your call? He called tails. Miss Kimberly Warren will do our toss today. He called tails. And it is heads, you've won the toss. Defer, you want the football? Which way do you want to kick? Okay, flip it around. Missouri Western has won the toss, the further choice to the second
2: half. Fort Hayes will receive the football. Good luck, gentlemen. All right, there you have it. 4 days State will get their hands on the football first, and a reminder, you can be the coin toss kid for next Saturday night's homecoming game against Lincoln. Registered at McDonald's and Hayes, Russell, and Joaquinie. You'll get a 2 general admission tickets, a kid's game day jersey, and get a walk on the field, and toss the, toss the coin before kickoff, all courtesy of Four-day State Athletics and McDonald's and Hayes, Russell, and Joaquinie. Real quick, let's set it downstairs. A sideline update with Jonathan Zweigert.
0: Yeah, guys, absolutely cool afternoon. Once the storms rolled out, it's a pretty nice afternoon here in St. Joseph. The wind is blowing a little bit across the field, but because it's kind of set down a little bit inside the hill, that's not really noticeable on the field, but again, it's settled in to be a pretty nice afternoon. Uh, It's kind of a uh, slow-moving, arriving crowd, I think. Maybe the storms uh, scared some people away, but uh, nice turnout on both sides.
2: All right, we'll be checking in with John throughout the day. Let's go ahead and squeeze in 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to 4-Day State Football.
3: Beers, wines, and spirits. Pick up a winner at Kaiser Liquor with two convenient locations in Hayes. Tiger Radio,
2: Mix 103, KJLS, Hayes opening kickoff today brought to you by simpson farm enterprises new and pre-owned sprayers and parts visit simpsonfarm.com simpson farm enterprises hayes ransom great ben beloit and grand island nebraska again you can always sync up our games with the tune-in app look for kjls pause the radio feed when it catches up with the miaa tv feed you can listen to the tigers while watching jonathan mentioned it's cool 79 degrees mostly cloudy we think we've got a pretty good window to get this one in after the early thunderstorms and before more hit later the wind out of the south southeast at about 20 miles an hour but we do sit in a bowl so the field a little bit protected the griffins in gold jerseys black pants the tigers in all white and we are ready to go here in st joseph Kicking it off for the Griffins is Spencer Springer, high and deep, and it's going to be taken by DeLotter in the end zone. He brings it out to the 10, runs over his own man, and gets crushed at the 15 yard line by Ty Harvey. One of the backup tight ends, so maybe not the best decision to bring that kick out. Fort A. State's going to start at their own 15-yard line. Well,
4: and How bizarre is it? Fort A. State has fair caught almost everything this season on kickoffs, and that's the one they elect to bring out.
2: So Fort A. State will start at their own 15-yard line. Jack Dawson at quarterback. Aaron Corbin getting the start at the center position for the Tigers. Actually... Yes, Aaron Corbin is the center. Nope, that's going to be Dylan Rock has moved over to the center position for Fort Hayes State. Snaps it through. It's going to be a play action downfield. Diving catch at the 28-yard line by tight end Cale Cormody. They fake the handoff and hit the tight end of the crossing pattern for a first down to the 29 on a gain of 14.
4: And if Fort Hayes State catches that in stride, it's big yards, and the entire defense was more concerned about Trevor Watts, who was going underneath route.
2: So a gain of 14 on first down. Fort A-State has it first and 10 of their own, 29. And the Tigers move. It was Porter Danovic, the right tackle. Missouri Western doing a lot of shifting up front. Linebackers showing blitz, then backing off. And then Danovic started early. Maybe thought he heard the snap count, but he jumped early, and it's a five-yard penalty to the 24.
4: Well, and this has been the issue for Fort Hayes State. Do something positive. Get a little bit of momentum. I know it's the first play of the game, but get something positive going on your side and almost immediately back
2: yourself up. Last week against Northwest Missouri State, penalty-free drives was the key. So it's first and 15 now from the 24. Dawson throws. It's going to be low. Is it caught? It is or is it intercepted? No it's caught. It was caught here on the no they're going to now say it. The one official point at four day state win. That's an interception. That's the fifth interception now in three games for Missouri Western and the Tigers turn it over on their first possession after they had the penalty. That pass was low and I don't even know how the, Bear, how the, uh, the, the Griffins got that but the official first pointed Fort Hay State's way, then turned the signal and said, Griffin, football.
4: Well, not much argument from Fort Hay State. Don't see Coach Chris Brown grabbing for that red flag. There well, we go. What and did... yeah, it landed on the back of the oh, wide receiver for Fort Hay State, and then he picked it up off of his back. The interception was by Jaden Brown. He picked it up off the legs of the wide receiver.
2: What a crazy, crazy play right there. That was Travis Dixon, the running back, on the route. So the Griffins have it, at the Tiger 30. There's a draw play, big running room for for Hall. Then he gets tackled in open field by Sam Brandt at the 23-yard line, but he gets seven on that first down run. That was a gaping hole on the draw play, and we mentioned it, turnovers. Fort A. State had three last time they played here in St. Joe. And they have a turnover on the very first possession of the game, giving the Griffins the ball in great territory. Now they face second and three from the 24 after a second and four, we'll call it, after the six yard gain you know Marty Ar- Armani Edden out of the University of Hawaii played for the first time in a long time little swing pass on the far side it's going to be caught by Travion James he's got a first down inside the 10 to the 9 Benny Williams on that stop for the Tigers but not before a completion of 15 yards it's first and goal they are going to say he's down at the 11 so officially a 13 yard completion but a first down
4: and how many times have we talked about the bizarre things that happen here in St. Joe and it happens on Play number two of the day.
2: Crazy. After Fort A state got 14 on first down, then the false start, and then the interception. First and ten from the 11 of the Tigers. Nearly get a tackle to the backfield. Hall breaks out of it. Gets inside the ten to the eight. Perez comes in to make the stop. Mikkel Williams helps finish him off. Look like they may make that tackle to the backfield, but he runs it all the way down to the seven. It's a gain of four and brings up second down and six yards to go.
4: Like Missouri Western needed any more momentum on their side yeah. playing at home, they get a whole ton of it here in this first quarter.
2: And as Jay-Z said, not a huge crowd because of the weather, but folks still filing in. Second down and six. The Griffins down to the Tiger seven-yard line. They'll send a man in motion. That's tight end Ty Harvey. Snap back to Eden. hands it off to Hall. He gets into the line of scrimmage. Mikel Williams holding on. Then Miles Min just comes in there to finish him off. It's going to be a gain of maybe one to the six-yard line and bring up a third down. Good defense there by Fort A-State.
4: Tigers brought a safety blitz. They sprinted in Mason Perez, and he was untouched. He nearly took the handoff, but he forced the hand of Missouri Western quick on that play and the Tigers able to clean it up.
2: Griffin's trying to punch it into that west end zone. This is an east-west field. They've got third and five from the Tigers' six after the interception at the 30. And in the throw to the end zone, a sliding catch. He has it, but he's not in. He's at the one, but it'll be a first and goal. Just a simple slant pattern thrown over there to Travion James. It was pretty well defended by Travion Mitchell, but James catches, and now it's a first and goal.
4: Yeah, And right on the one-yard line, they got exactly what they needed.
2: Knowing where you needed to have it, and he caught it and slid down. So it's first and goal at the one. Now Jared Scott in at running back. Zedden takes the snap, hands it off to Scott. He's hit, and as he get in, he does not. Missouri Western is saying touchdown, but the Tigers stop him short. It was Parrish Terry who gets the start today for the injured Gavin Hazelhorse. No gain on first and goal. It'll be second and goal. However, that ball, the nose is inches away from the goal line.
4: And now they'll bring in Seth Cromwell, who is a 218-pound, 5'10", redshirt freshman out
2: of Littleton, Colorado. He's a tank. Yeah, he's kind of a three-headed monster at running back. He'll line up staggered to the left of Edden, who takes the snap, and Cromwell's going to plant and pivot to his left and walk in untouched. And Missouri Western scores the touchdown after the interception and the griffins turn the pick into points that is only the second touchdown that the tigers have given up off a turnover they had outscored their opponents 42 to 7 in points off turnovers but they're losing that battle right now
4: well all of a bizarre pick a ball that bounced off of the hands of the receiver ended up kind of back on his legs and the defensive back picked it off, and Missouri Western takes advantage.
2: Here comes the extra point, and it is through from Cody Watson. And Missouri Western has the early 7 to nothing lead. So a bizarre start to this one for Fort A. State after a good first down play. The Tigers throw the interception, and Missouri Western turns it into a touchdown. We've got immediate timeout, 10.45 to go here in the first quarter. Griffin 7, Tigers nothing. We're back in a minute on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC.
5: Brungart Hauer CPAs wants to help make your life easier by finding solutions to your tax, accounting, and business issues. Are you dealing with IRS notices or possibly looking for ways to minimize taxes? Maybe you're starting a business or looking for advice on how to improve your business. Brungart Hauer is here to help. Whether you need us to tackle complex issues or assist with payroll, bookkeeping, and sales tax, your time is important. Let us give you more. Brungart Hauer CPAs, we can help. We do that.
3: As a customer-owned cooperative, Midwest Energy members elect their board of directors. Ballots for this year's director election are in the mail and must be completed and returned by October 4th. Election results will be announced at our annual meeting on Monday, October 16th, 10 a.m. at the Hilton Garden Inn in Hayes. We'll give away great door prizes and all Midwest members are invited to attend. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. This is the Tiger Sports Network.
2: Seven plays, 30 yards for Missouri Western after the Fort A State interception. That goofy pick at the 30 and Fort in A State and a 7-0 hole here to start this one. And- well, we hate to say it, it's early on, but it's a big possession for Four A. State.
4: Yeah, you got a lot of time out in front of you to make up those seven points and kind of flip the script on it, but at the same point, there's a lot of time to fall behind, too.
2: There's a high end-over-end kick. DeLotters going to let that one bounce right at the goal line and rolls into the end zone, and Four A. State will start at their 25-yard line. So a 14-yard pass completion on the first play from scrimmage, but then the false start. And they tried to dump it to the running back, Dixon, along the near sideline and couldn't handle it clearly. It rolled up. You know, 98% of the time that ball rolls on the ground. It's a dead ball. It rolled on his back and then off his leg and intercepted.
4: It was amazing that it didn't hit the
2: ground before it even got up onto his back. Yeah. That it. Didn't use the turf for that momentum. First and 10 Tigers are on 25. Two receivers stacked to the left. One to the right. Dawson on play action being rolled from the pocket. He's got running room. He's going to tuck it and angle out of bounds at the 30 yard line. Good decision. It was good coverage downfield by a very good secondary and the quarterback Jack Dawson just took it to his left and angled for five to the 30 second down and five.
4: Well what was one of your opens quick learners? That's something Jack Dawson did not do last week
2: is take off and run. You'll take five yards on first down so it's first and five now from their own 30-yard line Tigers down or second and five trailing seven to nothing Two receivers over by the numbers on the left, one of the right. They hand it up to Dixon up the middle. He gets hit, still on his feet, and he almost gets the first down. He squirts out of the initial hit. They're going to say his knee is down to the 33, so it's a three-yard gain on a tough run by Travis Dixon right through the teeth of that defensive line that's really, really good, and now it's third down and two for Fort Hayes State.
4: And A defensive line that's not willing, is not afraid to rotate guys. We've already seen two backups into the uh, defensive line right now, they got Dakari Streeter out there and Garrett Watson, who are listed as backups.
2: I don't know. I, I did not see in that first possession if Ravenel was in there. He's their normal starter. He was questionable. Griffins show blitz. It's going to be a handoff to Dixon. Can he bounce on the outside? He cannot. He's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, and that is it. He tried to stretch it out to the right and, or to the left side, and the Griffins were there, and uh, Tiger loses his helmet. That's the defensive right ta- or offensive right tackle, Porter Danovic, and Fort A. State facing third down and two no gain or fourth down and two no gain on that play well and Forte State had spread out
4: Missouri Western they were getting angles and then for two plays in a row try to run it up inside including on third down and there was just nowhere to go Missouri Western was crowding the line of scrimmage there was no opportunity
2: so it's fourth down and two and after throwing an interception on their first possession the Tigers are going to go three and out on their second As Cameron Zeisenkam steps back inside the 20-yard line to putt this one away. High snap, and it's going to be, he steps away, it's blocked. Third block putt of the year for the Griffins, and it's going to be recovered inside the five. The snap was high. It was... Armadio Cardola doing the long snapping it was high and the Griffins who blocked three kicks and now three punts will have their second possession starting inside the Fort A. State five-yard line and the house of horrors that is Spratt Memorial Stadium continues to live here on this first day of fall. Well today it's self-inflicted.
4: First series you end up with a penalty that backs you up after gaining 14 yards. You throw an interception that's bad luck off off of a bad bounce but then after that you don't get a third and two you pick up no yards
2: and then a high snap and you get the kick blocked. Cromwell the running back as the quarterback goes under center pitches it back and Cromwell hit Miles Menges holds on to him he brings him down at about the two yard line so it'll be a gain of one on that first down and bring up second and goal. Menges holding on tight boy the defense has been put in two tough spots here to start the game, Tigers down 7-0 after an interception led to a touchdown and now a blocked punt. The Griffins' third blocked punt this season and now four games. Well, the offense has to do something with the football. There's five plays and have gone nowhere. That's Reagan Jones in a quarterback now, and he is under center. Tosses it to Cromwell, cuts inside. He's got his second touchdown of the night, of the afternoon. Cromwell now has five touchdowns. In the last two games, he had three last week. He has two already in the first quarter. 13 nothing, Griffins.
4: Well, the only saving grace is that this has happened with still 8.32 to go in the first quarter. There is time for Fort
2: Hay State, but they have to do something with that time. Takes him only two plays to go three yards, and now Cody Watson will attempt the extra point, and the kick is up, and it is good. He just got it in the left upright. So 14-0 Missouri Western as the Griffins score once again off the block punt. And we're going to have another immediate timeout. We'll take the break. 8.32 to go in the first Unfortunately, it's all the black and gold of Missouri Western. They're up 14-0 on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC.
1: Life changes. Then it changes again. Predicting the unexpected in life is impossible. That's why it's called unexpected. So when it comes to your financial goals, our philosophy is don't predict, prepare. Hi, I'm Linda Seibel, Edward Jones Financial Advisor. A job loss, change in health, or loss of a loved one can have a big impact on your family's financial security. Let's work together to help make sure you're equipped for life's unexpected events. Stop by our office at 2700 Sternberg Drive. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC.
2: Save energy, save money, save maintenance. Go seamless. Seamless steel siding from Discount Siding Supply. This is Jim Fouts of Discount Siding Supply. Discount Siding Supply sells and installs seamless steel siding in your choice of Kynar no fade colors. And the best part, the price. At Discount Siding Supply, we price it right the first time. No sales, no gimmicks, just discount prices every day. So before
1: you go seamless, compare price, compare products, compare workmanship. Visit us at
3: discountsiding.net. This
2: is the Tiger Sports Network. First quarter brought to you by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy, and remember to please drink responsibly. 14-0 Griffins. They've scored off an interception. And now after blocking a Cameron Zeisenkamp punt, took him only two plays to get it in. Seth Cromwell has his second touchdown of the day. Cromwell, out of Littleton, Colorado, went to Columbine. Had four carries, and three of them were for touchdowns last week. He's had three carries today, two of them for touchdowns, and the kickoff goes into the end zone, and Fort A. State will start at their own 25-yard line. So already the third possession of the game for the Tigers, they had a 14-yard pass completion on uh, their very first play from scrimmage. And they had a little five-yard run from Dawson. They haven't done a whole lot since, and now they're in a two-touchdown hole with eight and a half to go in the first quarter.
4: Tigers have five plays, 24 yards, a turnover, and a block punt. It's been when they going. Going wide against the Missouri Western defense, that they found some early success.
2: Three receivers in a triangle to the left. They set up a screen pass for Watts, and he gets taken down to the 30 yard line. He broke free, and it was Brecken Mantis, one of the middle line, one of the linebackers, a redshirt sophomore out of Ankeny, Iowa, quick on the spot, but a five yard gain on the screen pass to the Tigers. Trevor Watts has it second down and five. Well, now this is the spot
4: that Fort Hayes seems to be hurting themselves
2: more than helping themselves today. And they got a five yard gain last. Series, but then did nothing on third down. Now they're going to shift. It's going to be The running back or the wide receiver Bryson Smith lining up at the quarterback spot. He takes a direct snap. He's going to run an option, pitches it to Jack Dawson, and Dawson is hit. He's got a first down out to the 36-yard line. He's brought down by Cameron Langford and Austin, Texas, Jr., but they run an option with the receiver Bryson Smith, who pitched it to the quarterback Jack Dawson, who runs for six and a first down. Well, and if you're the defense and you see that
4: alignment and that option, there is no way that they're pitching it to the the quarterback right right
2: (laughs) bryson smith did and it worked out three receivers left cormany tied in here to the right now watts comes in motion from left to right back to pass dawson he's got time he throws on a sliding catch by ko cormany the tight end up to the 46 yard line that'll be a 10 yard completion and a first down i believe yep they say move the chains gain of 10 first and 10.
4: that's a really good route by cormany settling down inside the zone Jack has found Cormany twice, but he's got to find him in rhythm a little bit. There's been chances for some extra yards.
2: Now Ryan Allen, a wide receiver, split here to the right side. Everybody else bunched near the line of scrimmage over on the left. Dixon. Now we'll line up as a running back, and we'll get the off up the middle. Bulldozes his way across midfield, carries a Griffin with him down to the 48-yard line. It's going to be a nice run of about six yards. Cameron Langford there once again to make that tackle. The free safety came into the day with 16 stops. He's had two on this drive, but good six-yard gain on the run by Dixon at second and four.
4: Well, Fort A. State has been using the pass game on this drive to open up the running game. Jaden Horace in now at wide receiver.
2: He's had some big catches for the Tigers. He's split over here along the right numbers. One-on-one coverage with Desmond Green. And it's going to be a play action. They hit Cormany at the 50, and he trips on the line. He's going to lose two yards. He caught it in the flat and had some running room. And as he tried to shift his body position, he tangled his feet up with one another and goes down at the 50. And it now brings up a third down and six. Uh, Bad luck there. Yeah,
4: it's bad luck, but it's also a ball that has to be put in a little bit better place because Cormany had a twist all the way back around and then needed to twist
2: back to his left in order to get up the field. This has got to be in a little bit better spot. Two receivers split left, two here to the right. Now Dixon will line up in the left slot out of the running back position. Dawson to throw. He's got Watts. He catches. He's got a first down to the Griffin 40-yard line. He took a pretty good pounding on that catch, but he holds on to the football, and it'll be a first and 10 for the Tigers. Brick and Manis again on that stop, but good catch on the slant pattern by Watts to the 40.
4: There's something about going wide on this defense so far. Three down linemen that time. And Missouri Western dropped eight into coverage. Jack had time,
2: and he was accurate with the throw. They are aggressive, and we've said they've given up some big plays. 19 pass completions of over 20 yards for their opponents. Play action, Dawson rolls. He's got cormony catches in traffic, makes the move, and a miss up to the 35 and down to where. 33 is where they're going to say he's knocked down. Seven-yard gain, Anthony Villanueva. Bakersfield, California senior, honorable mention all MIAA linebacker a year ago, makes the stop. It goes for eight. Eight, second and two.
4: That's the throw from Jack to Cormany. And you mentioned the aggressiveness of Missouri Western. Forte State is countering that by throwing it to the tight end on those short routes and allowing Cormany to get down the field.
2: 14-0 Western. Four and a half to go in the first quarter. But the Tigers for the first time today are driving inside Griffin territory. Watts goes in motion right to left. Play action. Now they're going to ring it back to the running back, Dixon. And he's going to be blown up back of the 40-yard line and lose eight. So they tried some misdirection, faked a look to the left, came back to the right to the running back, and the Griffins were not going to bite at all. They had several guys there to make that stop. They're going to mark him at the 39, so officially a loss of seven, and now it's third down and nine for the Tigers.
4: and the wild thing about it is if he throws it to the first look, which was the decoy Trevor Watts had all
2: day to run. So it's third down and nine. Three receivers left, one right this time for Dawson for the shotgun. Takes the snap. Here comes the blitz. The pass is caught. It's going to be a first down by Trevor Watts. He was able to step up in traffic and make the catch in front of Nick Oliver, the Fort Worth, Texas sophomore, all the way down to the 28-yard line. That's a first and 10 on a gain of 11 on third and nine.
4: Give credit where credit is due because Jack Dawson stepped up into the pocket. And he needed to have some time to throw. He needed nine yards, or at least a bulk of it, to think about going for it on fourth down. And he stepped up right into pressure to deliver that ball.
2: Big third down conversion there. Now the Tigers down to the Griffin 28, down two touchdowns with three minutes to go here in quarter number one. Two receivers in tandem by the numbers. They set up a screen pass to Horace. He makes a man miss, runs inside the 25, and then gets bumped out of bounds. Jaden Horace is going to go down to the 24-yard line. It'll be a four-yard completion. Pushed out of bounds by Taylor Williams. We're seeing a lot of guys already playing, a lot of substitutions defensively for the Griffins. And Fort Hay State, again, going wide, looking for screen plays. But that time they pulled Dawson
4: Reynolds, the right guard to the left. It opened up a hole. It wasn't a running play, but something that Fort Hay State will put into their back pocket.
2: Cormany, Horace, and Watts, wide receivers to the right side. And Jones to the left. They hand it up the middle and Dixon bulldozes his way inside the 20 and all the way down to the 19 yard line. That'll be a six yard gain. It's going to bring up third down and one for Fort Hays State. That was a good hard run down to the 19. The Tigers for the first time this afternoon inside the Farm Implement and Supply red zone. Farm Implement and Supply, Plainville and Colby, your local New Holland dealer. Sloan
4: Hayden will come in as a second tight end, and I said they'd put it into their back pocket. Well, they didn't wait. They went ahead and played the card right away, looking at that over pursuit and where Fort Hay State is able to get the counterplay.
2: Tigers two for three on third down here today. They need a yard right here at the 19-yard line. Dawson's going to throw. He's going deep, looking for Horace. It's going to be tipped and batted up and incomplete. It should have been intercepted. It was inside coverage here on the near sideline by Missouri Western's Braden Wright. And then Horace did a remarkable job to jar the ball free and keep it from being intercepted, then almost had a chance to catch it. It goes harmlessly incomplete. That pass was underthrown from Dawson, and now it's fourth and one, and Ford A state looks like they're going to go for it.
4: I don't know if that's the play.
2: I think everybody's expecting to run up the middle, but... Tigers are one for one on fourth down this year. They need a yard. Watts comes in motion. They play action. Dawson rolls. He's in trouble. He's going to run. He's got the first down. He runs into three Griffins and drives them forward for a gain of two. He gets a first down to the 17. A gutty play by the sophomore quarterback, but it's a first down for the Tigers.
4: Desmond Green makes the tackle, but he took the worst of it. He got got up after getting jarred backwards. That play was going nowhere fast. Jack Dawson made something out of it.
2: First and ten. The Tigers again inside the farm up of an supply red zone. They're down 14 to nothing. Down to a minute 15 to play. But this has been a good drive, and now we get a timeout. The whistle is blown. What do we have here? I think Missouri Western yeah. took it.
1: Timeout, Missouri Western. Their first of the half.
2: We'll go ahead and keep it here, remind you the Tiger football, brought to you in part by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas. From joint and spine surgery to sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more, the expert at Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute will help you move freely. Learn more at hayesmed.com backslash orthopedics. Our first quarter today presented by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy, but do so responsibly. Let's go downstairs and a sideline update here with Jonathan Zweiger. The guys,
0: quick injury, Day, we are keeping an eye on Tiger Free Safety Mason Perez. He's dealing with a shoulder injury. He's trying to gut it out. We know he played through cramps the last couple of weeks, so. We'll- keep an eye on him also on the offensive line this entire drive we've seen left tackle Kofi Karikari in there for the Tigers and uh, he's been anchoring that left side of this drive
2: all right good job nice catch on that Karikari playing mainly special teams this year the Culver City California redshirt sophomore who spent a year at El Camino College in California getting his first really big duty on that offensive line today So four-day state after the gutsy two-yard run by Jack Dawson has it first and ten at the Griffin seventeen. If you just joined us. Missouri Western got an interception, a goofy, bizarre pick that led to a touchdown, and then on the next possession, blocked a four-day state punt. But now the Tigers have driven all the way down to the 17, down 14 to nothing. Minute ten to go in the quarter. Pass across the middle, tipped and almost intercepted. Dangerous pass intended for Watts. There was a lot of gold for Missouri Western in that area, and that pass got tipped by Nick Oliver and could have easily been intercepted. Instead, it's second down and 10.
4: Yeah, Jack Dawson really lucky that he threw that pass high because he never came off that first initial read. He wanted to go to Watts. He felt like it was going to be open between those two safeties, but never looked off Watts to give it another look. That's
2: probably one area of his game that's got to improve as he gets older. Here's a play action. No, it's going to be a handoff to Dixon. Runs around the left side and gets pinched in at the 15-yard line for a gain of only two. So they tried to... Dixon actually lined up as a receiver, then came in the backfield and picks up two yards. Now it's third down and eight for Fort Hay State. They've converted on one, two third downs on this possession and one fourth down. Now it's third and eight from the 15-yard line. 14-0 Western down to 40 seconds left in the first quarter. Two receivers, Horace and Watts here on the right numbers. Cormany and Smith to the left. Dawson to throw, he gets hit, the ball knocked free, and it's picked off the floor. It's an intercept or a fumble recovery by the Griffins to Kari Streeter. Dawson got hit in the pocket, and Fort H State has their second take giveaway today, and a promising drive ends in a fumble.
4: You can pin this one on the offensive line as much as anything, because as soon as it was a rush, Brandon Johnson got to the quarterback he is a, set, a two-time All-MIAA, uh, third-team and also honorable mention. He got an arm around Dawson, popped that ball up in the air, but Dawson had no chance. It was a four-man rush. He dropped back, pressure on him right away. He tried to step up into it, and the nightmare continues for Fort Hay State today.
2: Two turnovers, a fumble and a interception, and a blocked punt. It's been an opportunistic day for the Griffins, and now they have it at their own 20 of 14 to nothing with 29 seconds left here in the first quarter. They hand it up the middle, and that is Hall. And he knifes his way across the 25 and up to the 26. Mason Perez in there despite that bum shoulder in on that tackle. A gain of eight to the 28-yard line, second and two.
4: Missouri Western is going to take this down to the second quarter, it would look like, and everything going the way of the Griffins
2: today. We talked about the crazy, crazy things that have happened, and they continue in that first quarter for the Tigers. 14-0 Missouri Western with the lead as we move to the second quarter on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. You're listening to the Tigers Sports Network, built by PWC.
3: Quality, craftsmanship, and client satisfaction since 1983. PwC, Building your visions then, now,
2: and for years to come. Fort A. State had a nice drive of almost 60 yards, but they fumble it. Now the Griffins will have it second and two as we start the second quarter from their own 28-yard line. 14-0. Missouri Western with the lead. Missouri Western's had an interception at the Tiger 30. They converted into points. They only have 40 yards of offense on 10 plays, but... They started at the Tiger 30, at the Tiger 3, and now they're on 20. They have had an interception, a fumble recovery, and a blocked punt. So it's been that type of first quarter. 14-0, Missouri Western with the lead here in quarter number one. A State's rushed for 25 yards compared to the Griffins' 22. But it's been an opportunistic game, and now the first play here in quarter number two as the Griffins go from our left to right. That is west to east. They hand it off to Hall. Stretches it out across the left side and he gets across the 30. Sam Brand brings him down but not before getting to the 32 and a first down for the Griffins.
4: Offensive line for Missouri Western is getting tremendous push and they're pinching down the ends Inside And so now Missouri Western can get outside and get positive yards.
2: They have three returning all-conference offensive linemen. Their left tackle, Keith Russell. Right guard, Evan Clark. And right tackle, Brendan McClure. And they are a good unit. Back to pass is Ed, and he has time. He throws. It's tipped and almost intercepted. And now a flag is going to be coming out. And this may be interference on Travion Mitchell. He tried to jump the route of Travion James. He knocked the ball free, and now we're going to have a discussion here, but this may be on Ford day State. Yeah,
4: it will be. Travion pulled the jersey of the wide receiver.
1: Defense number nine. The penalty be at the spot of the foul. Automatic first down.
2: Let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds for station identification. You are listening to Fort A State Football. Kaiser
3: Liquor and Fort Hays State Athletics. It's a good thing. Kaiser Liquor
2: and Tiger Radio. Mix 103. KJLS. Hayes. Well, the Griffins now have it first and 10 at their own 44. They're already up 14 to nothing early in the second quarter. Tigers with those four down linemen. Trying to get some penetration on this good offensive line. Ed in the throw from the shotgun, and a pass is caught. That was almost knocked down by John Johnson, and a nice sliding catch by Tyler Carey, redshirt junior out of Shasta College, a native of Foothill, California, out to the 49-yard line. A completion of five yards brings up second down and five.
4: That previous play with the pass interference, the unfortunate part about that whole thing was that McCall Williams got basically An unabated run at the quarterback, and the running back stepped up and stopped him just before he got to the quarterback. It was nearly
2: a sack. Second and five. The Griffins have it their own 49. Tigers show blitz. Here they come, and they trip up the running back, but he keeps his balance, and Scott breaks out to the left, and he has a first down all the way down to the 38. Mason Perez, the tackle. Brandt was blitzing, he tripped up Scott, but a great low center of gravity, kept his feet on the ground, never went down, and runs it all the way down to the Tiger, 37-yard line, to gain a 12 and a first down.
4: Now, Forte State has got to get out of their own way, both offensively and defensively. Now, those first two drives are what they are after the short fields, but... Ford State has gotten near the tackler or the the ball carrier two or three times on this drive and not coming up
2: with the f- initial tackle. Scott the running back flank to the right of Eden the Hawaii transfer play action Eden to throw steps up he's going deep he's got a man and it's going to be incomplete. Trevion James jumped I don't know that he had to and it goes off his shoulder pads and Hits the turf incomplete. He was open and would have had a touchdown if he stays on his feet. A break for the Tigers. Incomplete pass, second down and ten.
4: Yeah, how do you get beat on a two-deep safety and going right down the middle because both of the safeties for Fort Hay State, they again cheated up and let everything roll right through the middle.
2: Second down and 10 for Missouri Western. Jackson Coslow in there in that secondary. They run a screen pass here for Caleb Martin. He's got blocking, and he's taken down by Koslow at the 28, maybe the 27. Very close to a first down. They're going to mark him at the 28. So it's a gain of nine and
4: brings up a third down and one. And here comes a heavy package for Missouri Western. They are going to be bring in defensive end Grant Finley. Into the backfield. Also running out there is Ty Harvey, 6'6", 245, an extra tied in. But that last play, that's simple math. There are three Griffins to the near side. There are two white jerseys for the
2: Tigers. That play was going to pick up yards unless it was an incomplete pass. Jackson calls, though, the Salina Central product. And now they're going to hand it off. And that's one of the big heavies getting the handoff. That's Grant Finley, a 6'4", 262-pound defensive lineman. He's in there and running back and just bulldozes his way to the 12th. 20- 26, and it's a first down for the Griffins.
4: John Johnson with the big stick, but as big as <laughs> that guy is for Missouri Western, all he really needed to do was fall forward.
2: He is a big dude, isn't he? First down and 10, the Griffins down to the Tiger, 26. This drive starting after a fumble. Their last score came after a blocked punt. Their first score came after an interception. 14-0 Western, 11-40 left here in the second. There's a high snap. Ed in the throw, a screen pass here to the running back, Scott. He slips out of a tackle, then gets taken down to the 18-yard line. Brand hit him first, and then Calzo came in to finish him off, but not before he gets it down to the 18 in a gain of about 8 yards. We'll see where they mark it. Yep, 8-yard gain, second and two. An
4: unfortunate non-hold called in the backfield. Jason Wallace got a great jump on that screenplay, got into the backfield, and I think it was the left guard, Austin Soul grabbed a, uh, just right across his chest and got a hold of his jersey and held him up. Wallace had a beat on the quarterback.
2: Second down and two, the Griffins down to the Tiger. 18-yard line, leading by two touchdowns with 11 minutes to go here in the second. Three receivers left side, high snap, they hand it off to Scott, he's hit and taken down by Mikkel Williams. The Tiger linebacker with a great open field tackle. They're going to mark him at the 17. He's short of the first down by a yard. It'll be third down and one. And
4: here comes that heavy package again for Missouri Western. It's a good thing that Williams made that tackle because Fort Hays State, State sent two extra linebackers blitzing that time, and neither of them got home. They ran right by the ball carrier.
2: Grant Finley will line up as a fullback right behind the quarterback, which is Reagan Jones, the former Wichita Northwest product. He's under center. So kind of an eye formation They hit, pitch the ball back to Cromwell. He slips out of a tackle. He's got a first down. John Johnson finally makes the stop. Ankle tackled him, but he was able to stumble forward all the way down to the 11. He picks up six on third and one, and now it's first and ten at the Tiger, 11. The Griffins are already up by two touchdowns.
4: A nightmare day for Fort Hay State. A dream drive for Missouri Western because not only are they moving down the field? But they're taking up a lot of time doing so.
2: 9.49 to go. The Griffins knocking on the door of a three-touchdown lead. Two tight end then set this time. They pitch it back to Cromwell. He spun him in the backfield and taken down for only a yard. I think Brandt hit him initially, and then there was Colzo there. Kobe Rome was there, Mikhail Williams and Moore to bring him down at the 10. So it's a one-yard gain and brings up second down and nine from the Tiger 10-yard line. Western up 14 to nothing.
4: And they ran that same heavy pack in the exact same play that they ran on the previous, thinking that they could catch Fort Hayes State maybe peeking into the backfield a little bit because they were a shoestring tackle from scoring the first time.
2: Three receivers split to the left. Now all the way far left is Jake Berry, then two about halfway down the line. And here on the near side, Travion Jones, who dropped a touchdown pass. Shotgun for Eden. Takes the snap, being flushed, has time, throws to the end zone and overshoots his man. He was trying to go to Jake Berry, the Purcell Oklahoma product, a transfer from East Central in Oklahoma, and he throws it high, and now it's third down and eight and a huge play in this game. Well, you hold him to a field goal, you feel you had a good stop here. Tigers are already down 14 to nothing. Griffins have a third and nine from the Tiger 10. Good coverage
4: by the Tigers defensively in the secondary. Edin really just threw that one away.
2: Same formation, two lined up near the left hash, and then a third receiver on the left numbers. Here on the near side, Travion James. Scott the running back, third and nine from the Tiger 10. Shotgun snap back to Ed, and he has time. He throws it near side. It's going to be caught but out of bounds. Travion Mitchell there in coverage. The pass was caught here on the near side by Travion James, but he landed out of bounds And a good play by the Tiger cornerback. After the ball was caught, he just shoved him out of bounds, so it's an incomplete pass, and the Griffins are going to try a field goal here.
4: Now that's the key, right? He waited until after the pass was caught. So you're not getting pass interference. And he made sure to shove him far enough out of bounds he can't toe tap. But the receiver has to give his quarterback a chance. He ran that too tight to the sideline.
2: 27-yard field goal try from Cody Watson, the Yukon oklahoma product. Four for six this year. He kicks it up, and he misses it off to the left. And the Tigers get a stop. The field goal is wide left. And after all of that, the Griffins come away empty-handed, and it's 14. 14- to nothing Missouri Western with 847 to go here in the quarter. We have a timeout. Missouri Western 14, Fort Hay State, nothing. Back in a minute on the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC. Serving
4: Kansas since 1937. Jeter Law Firm is your partner in life. Wills trusts Oil and Gas, Corporate Law, Personal Injury, Litigation, and more. Jeter Turner Sook Baxter LLP, supporting the local athletes and communities with offices in Hayes, Stockton, Plainville, and Wichita. See us at JeterlawOffice.com.
6: Western Well Service and Gemini Wireline of Hayes are proud Tiger sponsors. Nick Gable handles the Western Well Rigs. See Casey Patterson at Gemini for open hole, case hole, completion, and pipe recovery. Western Well Service and Gemini Wireline of Hayes.
2: This is the Tiger Sports Network. Second quarter brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy an ice cold Michelob Ultra, but please drink responsibly well the Tigers get a stop on the missed field goal they're down 14 to nothing their first touch here in the second quarter with 847 to go Dawson to the shotgun he wants to throw he's got time now has to get rid of it late and it's caught by Bryson Smith he had to run back to make the catch they're gonna give him progress right to the 30-yard line very close to a first down. They're going to say move the chains. And a first and 10 for the Tigers. Smith had to go high to catch it, but did a good job to get both hands on it and bring it down.
4: Well, and he does such a good job, too, of when he made the catch to make sure he landed. And when he felt the contact, he goes down. He doesn't try to run
2: out of it and lose yards. First and ten Tigers, they've been able to move the ball today, but so far nothing to show for to the scoreboard. Watts comes in motion, almost runs into the snap, and Dawson's going to go down in the backfield back of the 21-yard line. Dakota Streeter, or Dakari Streeter, excuse me, the super senior out of Bridgeton, Missouri. And that play was almost blown up with the man in motion. Watts, the ball almost hit him on the snap, but it just seemed to throw everything off. Tackle all the way back to the 23, loses seven. And here you go. Second down and 17.
4: we We'll get rid of that play, whatever it was, because the timing was off. The blocking was incorrect. I'm not
2: sure that everybody was on the same page. Three receivers left. That's Smith, Watts, and Cormany, the tight end. Dawson throws, hits Dixon in the backfield, makes one man miss, cuts up 25, and he's ankle tackled at the 30-yard line. That was a big-time tackle by Brandon Johnson. Two-time all-MIAA nose tackle. If he doesn't make that ankle tackle at the 30, that may have been a big-time play because there was some running room, but the ankle tackle brings Dixon down, and now it's third down and 10 for 4-day state. Already down two touchdowns with 7.09 to go in the second quarter. Three receivers left. Jaden Horace over on the far numbers to the right, and now some movement up front. This may be a free play. Tacker's going deep for Horace. It's incomplete, and we may have a pass interference as well. The play was allowed to continue. The Griffins were in the neutral zone. They're saying it's against Ford Hayes, but there was pass interference on Jaden Horace who had gotten by the secondary. Will this be offsetting? The officials are discussion, discussing. Discussing. Get our lead. White hat is John Adams.
4: I guess the question is, were the Griffins drawn into the neutral right. zone?
2: If they it, are, if they were, saying they were. If they were, then it should have been blown dead on why, a false start. In the fact, they let the play go on. Here we go, John Adams. There are
1: two fouls on the play, both on the defense. Offside, defense, number 40. That penalty is declined. Pass interference, defense, number 20. That penalty will be accepted 15 yards from the previous spot. Automatic, first down.
2: So Shane Watts is going to come into the game now for the Tigers. And you know, that was probably a, a pass interference on Desmond Green, one of those situations. He was beat and yep. save a touchdown. And so 4 A Stable have it after their own 45, down 14 to nothing. Just inside seven minutes to go here in the quarter. Boy, if you get a touchdown on this drive, you feel you're back in this thing after just about as bad of a start as you can imagine. Back to pass, Dawson from the shotgun, he's got time in the pocket, going deep downfield for Bryson Smith, who just can't quite get under it, he go for it, the 15, he got by his defender, but the pass was just a little bit too strong, and again, that wind right now was at the back of the Tigers, and as you get it up a little bit, it may have carried that ball just a little bit further than Jack Dawson wanted, boy, that was a touchdown if they could have connected. Yeah, and that route
4: it has to be perfect, because Dawson's going to throw, to a spot, and it looks like maybe Smith overran that to the middle just a little much.
2: So it's second down and 10 from the 45. Dawson takes the shotgun snap, pump fakes. Now he's going to run to his left. He's angling 45 and then gets pushed out of bounds at the 48 yard line. Near the 49, he gets about three and a half on that play, and it sets up a third down at about six see where they officially spot the football. They're going to mark it at the 48. So it's a gain of three on the scramble by the quarterback. And now another big third down for the Tigers. Third down and seven. So far today, the Tigers two for five on third down. They're down 14 to nothing with 6.23 to go until halftime. Dawson takes the shotgun snap. Pump fakes, throws. It's incomplete. Or is it Caught. Is it caught? What's the signal? No. Yes, it is a catch by Horace. The pass was woefully underthrown, but Horace somehow got his arms under it at the 31 and a first down. Gerard, I can't tell if that was
4: overthrowing of the short receiver or if it was (laughs) underthrown to the deep receiver, but
2: either way, Horace did an amazing job of adjusting to the football. 22-yard pass completion, and it's a first down for the Tigers as they convert on third and seven. There's a handoff to Watts. Bounces out to the left. He's at the 25 to the 20 and gets upended at the 15-yard line. Now the 14-yard line is where they're going to mark it. It's a gain on the play of... 16 yards and a 1st and 10.
4: You could have thrown a horse collar tackle in there as well because I think it was Villanueva who got a hand up there and started to bring him down and then let go.
2: 1st and 10 Tigers. They're back inside the farm up a minute supply red zone. Draw play to Watts, and he's going to knife his way down to the 20-yard line. Shane Watts, the converted defensive back. They're going to mark him at the 11. It is a gain of three, and it brings up a second down and seven. Tigers are down 14 to nothing. Five minutes to go in this game, but that missed field goal giving them some life, and now they're marching near the goal line. Well, and
4: You would be marching for a tie right here if you punch it in on your previous drive into the red zone, but the Tigers trying to make the most out of this as they bring in Sloan Hayden again for a double tight end set.
2: Bryson Smith, Jaden Horace, wide receiver split to the right, and you mentioned Hayden. He's a tight end with Cormody. Play action. Dawson to throw, and he's sacked. Oh, he gets slung to the turf by Ison Robinson, the Bolingbrook, Illinois junior who slung him down, no flag, but a sack. Back at the 16-yard line, we mentioned coming into the game, Missouri Western leads the MIAA now with nine quarterback sacks.
4: Max protection for Fort Hay State, and still Missouri Western gets home quickly. Fort Hay State only had two routes open on that particular pass play, and so when those two were covered up, there was nowhere for Jack to go with the football.
2: Third down and 11, a big third down here. Watts, that's Trevor Watts, Bryson Smith, Jaden Horace, wide receivers right. Cormany tied in left. There's the snap. Dawson underthrows Watts, the intended target. That's Shane Watts. Even if he catches, though, it's a short gain, and now it's fourth down, and Fort A State's going to have to try a field goal.
4: Well, and now one of the Missouri Western players grabbed a hold of uh, Trevor Watts' mouthguard and threw it towards, or mouthpiece, and threw it towards the end zone. He goes and grabs it. Jack on that play, a little happy feet, yeah. got sacked. You remember the previous drive, got sacked and lost the football, and Fort A. State unable to convert in the red zone again.
2: So this will be Carson Arndt. He's one for two on field goals, a 38-yarder a week ago. This will be from 33 to try to get the Tigers on the board. The kick is up. It's got enough distance, and he misses it off to the right. Well, that thing just fluttered, oh, and it shifted off to the right, and the Tigers come away empty on a missed field goal, and we have a timeout. There's 3.51 to go in the second quarter, and it's still 14 to nothing, Missouri Western. Our second quarter brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy an ice-cold Michelob Ultra today. Back in a minute on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC.
6: In business, disruptions can be challenging, but they're also great opportunities for growth. How you respond makes all the difference. At Commerce Bank, we can help you spot potential, explore new possibilities and get you on the path to success in fact we're built for this we're built to help businesses be prepared proactive resilient commerce bank challenge accepted we
3: promise you'll be impressed this is the tiger sports network
2: missouri western will take over at their own 20-yard line they lead the tigers 14 to nothing after Carson Art missed the 33-yard field goal attempt. So he's now one for three in field goal tries. And now the Griffins, who missed the field goal on their last possession, get it back, hand off to Brandon. Hawley runs into his own man, and then Sam Brandt lights him up with a 25-yard line for a five-yard gain. He had some running room, and then he ran into one of his own blockers, and that allowed Brandt to come in and finish him off. I think it was Keith Russell their left, outstanding left tackle.
4: Yeah, and Keith Russell is 6'6", 308, so it's not Keith Russell that was feeling the impact <laughs> no. of that hit.
2: Five-yard gain, second down and five for the Griffins, up 14-0, to nothing, three and a half to go until halftime. Headed off to Hall again, he's got some room up the middle, Slits two defenders, he's got a first down out to the 35, almost had more. John Johnson on that stop, along with with Jaden Barker, the defensive end, in for the other defensive end. Right now in for Parrish Terry, but it's a first and 10 out to the 36 on a gain of 11.
4: It's a bit of a draw play as Jared Scott now comes in at running back, but it's a bit of a draw play. You're just hesitating enough to let that offensive line open up the four defensive linemen.
2: Four down linemen for the Tigers, first and 10. There's a pass from Ed, and it's caught on the far flat by Jake Berry, then brought down immediately by Kobe Rome. Good open field tackle, limits that to a three-yard completion, and it's second down and seven.
4: Yeah, that's an excellent job by Rome because he could have easily overran that trying to make the big play but he broke down on the route was able to make a
2: sure tackle ball at the 39 yard line griffins go to work they hand it off to scott and darville in there he fights off the blocker and is able to reach around and make the tackle for a short gain of only one to about the 40 and now the griffins i believe are going to call a timeout there's a flag at the oh there 50 is all the way in the secondary, secondary. yeah four day state made a nice tackle darville the stop but this may be against Fort hayes field. Officials are discussing. Well, that would be unfortunate. That was a heck of a play by Darville at the 42-yard line for a short gain of two. Well, I don't know. Outside of
4: defensive holding, I don't know what else it could be this deep down the field.
2: Find out from John Adams.
1: Personal foul. Unnecessary roughness. Number 13 of the defense. 15-yard penalty be added on to the end of the run. Automatic first down.
5: You know,
4: Fort A State can't get out of their own way. Get a good stop, force a third down. Maybe you get this football back with all of your timeouts at the end of the half, and instead you give them a free first down on your side of the
2: football, uh, your side of the field. Forty-three yard line now. of Fort a State after the unnecessary roughness. Against the Tigers. You quite honestly didn't see what happened on that one. Tigers showing blitz on first and ten. Draw play. Edden throws. Floats one out. It's caught here on the near side by Jalen Lampley. Breaks off a couple of tackles. Brings it inside the 35 and near a first down to the 33-yard line. He was eventually tackled on the play by Trey Hines in there for 4-day stay. But they're going to say just shy of the first down of the 34-yard line. No, Florida State blitzed, and everybody went to the fake handoff, and it allowed the one-on-one to the near side. Well-designed offense by Missouri Western. They just keep you on your heels. Second down and in inches for the Griffins, down to the Tiger, 34, up 14 to nothing. Uh, Edden to throw, he's got time. Now some pressure, gets rid of it. Late passes high and caught in traffic. That's the tight end, Will Schwartz, and he's got a first down at the 29-yard line, and there's a flag on the play. He's
4: going to be roughing the passer.
2: It'll be added on to the end of the play. Wow. Two major penalties by the Tigers.
1: Personal foul, roughing the Passer. Defense number four, 15-yard penalty from the previous spot, automatic, first down.
2: So they get the completion down to the 28-yard line. That is three 15-yard penalties on this possession against the 4-day state defense. Trying to see a replay on this. The frustrating part is, well, we'll just let it go.
4: You know, the, the frustrating part is that Fort A. State, down 14-0, had the ball in the yeah. red zone twice and has come away with no points, and now you hurt yourself even more. Now the referee from the secondary, the
2: umpire coming in to talk to the White Hat. 45 yards and penalties on this drive by the Tiger defense, and the Griffins have it down to the 14-yard line, already leading 14 to nothing, with a minute 14 to go until halftime. And they get the ball to start yeah. the second half. As we said, there's been some wacky stub, but Ford A. State is just shooting themselves in the foot. First and 10, Griffins down to the 14. Three receivers left, one here to the right. That's Caleb Martin. Shotgun for Eden. Looks near side. It's batted down on the line of scrimmage. He was trying to go to the running back, Brandon Hall, who was leaking out into the right flat. And I do know if that was Miles. Ben just got his hand on it and knocked that ball down and incomplete at second and ten.
4: Yeah, good job by Miles to come back from that previous play where he gave up the 15-yard penalty, and he was able to get his hand into the passing lane, realizing that the ball was going out into the flat where Missouri Westerns had so much success.
2: So now it's second down and 10. The Griffins down to the Tiger 14-yard line. Exactly one minute to go into the second quarter. They're up 14 to nothing. Empty backfield for Eden. Three receivers left. Two here to the right. There's the shotgun snap. Tigers started the blitz. Now they back off. Now some pressure. Eden scrambling in the backfield. He breaks away from two defenders. Throws it late. It's tipped and almost intercepted. Mikael Williams deflected the pass. And now another flag is down in the secondary in the backfield. But this might be against the Griffins. We'll see. This
4: will be a blindside block against Missouri Western. It was a dangerous, unnecessary penalty. This is going to be against Missouri Western.
2: Well, Williams almost had that intercepted, and yep, that's what John Adams is indicating to Fort Hay State. I think they're going to call it a block in the back, but okay.
4: blindside block would have been the right call, too.
1: Legal block in the back. Offense, number 71. Ten-yard penalty from the previous spot. Second down.
2: That's Brendan McClure. You know, conference right tackle we told you about earlier, so that's going to move the ball out to the... 24-yard line.
4: Should be second and 20.
2: Second and 20, indeed. Yep, from the 24 after the penalty on Missouri. That might be their first penalty today. Two receivers left, one right, haul the running back, and now they'll send the tight end, Will Schwartz in motion from right to left. Shotgun snap to Edden, looks right, comes back to the near side. Caught by James, breaks a tackle, and is taken down to the 15-yard line by Sam Brandt, who saves the touchdown. They get most of the penalty yardage back. They're going to mark him at the 16, and now it brings up a third down at about 10 with 44 seconds left in the quarter, and the Tigers down 14-0. The
4: Missouri Western team today that is 3-for-7, Correction, one for
2: three on third downs. They came in at only 39%, 11 for 28 after going five for 12 a week ago down at Edmond. Big third and 11 here from the Tiger 16-yard line. 44 seconds to go until halftime, 14-0 Griffins. Two receivers left, one right, Ed in the throw, across the middle, it's going to be intercepted! The pass is picked off by Benny Williams! the Tampa Florida junior with his first interception inside the 10-yard line and the Tigers got to take away before halftime and keep the Griffins off the board
4: well and it's such an important interception because Missouri Western was in field goal range and even though they made or missed their last field goal you you don't doubt that he's probably going to make the second one and a good job by Williams to scoop his hands underneath of that football he had to dive for it but that was a uh, either a bad throw by the quarterback or the wide receiver
2: ran the wrong route. The wide receiver was on the sideline, and that throw was inside of the numbers near the hash. Ford State was close to having a couple of interceptions in that possession. They finally get it. So they'll have it at their own 80-yard line. Dawson from the goal line. He's hit. Is going to be a safety. He is sacked in the end zone. No. Nope. They're going to say just outside. The progress is inside the one. How, that's another sack for, North, for Missouri Western. How does that happen so quickly? It is a
4: five-step drop, and before, that, uh, that before he gets to
2: his fifth step, there is already somebody there on him. They're looking on the video, and Missouri Western may challenge this. We'll see. They haven't yet. The players are telling their new head coach, Tyler, Tyler Fenwick to challenge the call. They have not thrown in a flag yet. Now the officials are discussing. Where he gets hit, and that's, where the tackle starts, he is in front of the goal and line. And if there was no attempt to get out of a tackle, that's the progress. Here comes John Adams of the near side, possibly with an explanation, or is well, there going to be a challenge? I'm
4: wondering if the head coach from Missouri Western is asking if this is a challengeable play, Good point. which you would be asking about the spot of the football but then you're also resulting in a what would be a, um, a point in a scoring yeah. play. And so I think the conversation here is, is this a challengeable play? Now John Adams
2: has to jog clear across the field to talk to Coach Chris Brown. Yeah, he said something to Tyler Fenwick. Now he says something to Chris Brown, and looks like it's going to be the one-yard line. So, And I'll be 100% honest, I'm not sure if that's challengeable or not. I think the spot can be, but... Perhaps the explanation that Adams gave them is enough for him to say, I'm not challenging. So a break for the Tigers. Now it's second down from their own one.
4: And now the nearside side judge runs in. I haven't seen the red no, flag I haven't come either out yet. yet.
2: There's 33 seconds left in the quarter. And, and now that- Ford A. State's going to the sideline. It looks like this might be challenged. And again, there's there's no. I've not seen a flag or an indicator. The, yeah, the the uh, the red flag.
1: Western, they're second of the
2: half. Well, oh. that's called a timeout. Okay, so the Griffins call a timeout.
4: Well, you said you said lucky break for four days. And I guess you're correct. But now because the Tigers have point, the ball. Guess, yeah. the Tigers have the ball inside their own one with 33 seconds left. There is uh, no guarantee that you're getting out of the end zone on this next play when you've really had some interest. Uh, some uh, T- some tough time stopping the, the
2: rush. Northwest Missouri State up 42 to nothing at halftime, just up the road in Maryville over Lincoln, who will be in Hayes next Saturday. Good one in Topeka. They're early in the second. It's 18-16, number 25, Central Missouri on top of Washburn. Boy, the Ichabod's a rough start, 0-2 in the conference, but they've had a pretty challenging schedule, and they're battling toe-to-toe at home with the now ranked mules
4: well there's been a lot of turnovers in that yeah. game several fumbles early on
2: but if you just joined us you've missed a lot four a state threw an interception of in their first possession and led to a griffin touchdown they had a punt blocked on their second possession griffin's got it inside the five it led to another score Fort A state drove all the way down to the griffin 15 before fumbling Missouri Western then drove down to the tiger 10 missed a field goal Fort A. State then answered, drove all the way down into the red zone. They missed a field goal. The Missouri Western threw an interception inside the 5, or inside the 10, and then Jack Dawson was sacked at the 1. And now Fort A. A. State's going to call a timeout
4: because we haven't been at the stadium long enough today <laughs> with yeah, the by hour the way, delay We started
2: an hour late because of weather well i guess we actually started five hours early <laughs> that's true you have to look at it positively we were supposed to start at six we actually kicked off at one so yes the glass is half full for that, mr armbruster that is my glass half full analysis
4: right now because port a state has dumped my glass out so far in this game the defense has done all that they can to keep the Tigers in this game, but the offense twice in the red zone have done nothing.
2: We would go down to Jonathan Zweigert. I think he's trying to make his way back up for halftime. We're told it's like a total lockdown to get back in the press box, so he's trying to find an open door here in Spratt Stadium. Tiger football brought to you in part by Golden Belt Bank. Your life has a story. Golden Belt Bank wants to get to know that story. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. So each team is called a timeout. You can no longer call back-to-back timeouts, but each team burned one there. And so after a discussion on whether or not to review, and then two timeouts were ready to go. It's second down and 19 for the Tigers. No penalties in the down. end zone either. Second and you're right, second and 17 from their own one after the sack. Dawson is five yards deep into the end zone. He'll send his tight end Cormany, who takes the direct snap under center, and a good surge gets it out to about the four-yard line. So that was just a play to give them some breathing room. 4-Day State will let the clock wind down if Missouri Western to not to call a timeout. And
4: now, That wasn't just a play to get them some breathing room. That was a play to get them into the locker room <laughs> somehow
2: in this game, only down so, 14-0. I was just got to say, it's 14-0 right now, Missouri Western, who has to feel they should be up by at least three touchdowns or more, and a 4-Day State team who has to be breathing a sigh of relief. That they're only down by two scores. The Griffins will have the ball to start the third quarter, but somehow, Fort A. State is only down 14 to nothing here at the half. Halftime has arrived in St. Joe, Missouri Western, 14, Fort A. State, nothing. Our Bank of A's halftime show is next on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC kick is going to be taken right at the goal line by santos out to the 10 15 20 gets hit and knocked down at about the 18 yard line so good kickoff coverage there for the four day state tigers it was holt hanovic in there or hanslick on that stop for four day state at the right at the 20 yard line it looks like is really going to give him forward progress and that is where the griffins will start this first possession of the third quarter
4: I think you're looking for Fort Hay State here. You stay aggressive in what you have done, but they've been disciplined except for one time on a pass over the top that ended up being a dropped touchdown. How big did that turn out to be for Missouri Western?
2: Well, the Tigers get a stop. We mentioned it. This Griffin team, this defense has been susceptible to big plays. Tigers haven't had a lot of them today. Maybe they're bottling them up for the second half. First and ten. It's going to be a keeper by the quarterback, and he gets hit hard at the 25-yard line. That was a State's Jackson Calzo, he's been getting a little bit more playing time here in the second half because of the injury to Mason Perez, so the backup to Mason getting the start. The Salina Central redshirt freshman, big hard hit, five-yard gain, second down and five for the Griffins. First possession here in the third quarter as they go from our left to right, west to east. Tigers with three down linemen on this play. There's going to be a handoff to Scott. He knifes his way through the line. He has the first down across the 30 and up to the 32-yard line. Calzo again up to make that stop for Fort Hay State, but a good run and a first down. Now, we haven't seen that
4: 3-3 stack look out of Fort Hay State much this year, and they do that by bringing a defensive end, former linebacker, and in high school, former safety, Miles <laughs> Mingus,
2: back to a middle linebacking position. They're going to do that same formation, so that's a bit of an adjustment from halftime. Four-day with a three-man front. They've got Dimitri Scott, Jason Wallace, and Parrish Terry there, and they move into the middle linebacker spot. Miles Benches, first and ten, handoff to Scott, and Mikkel Williams is there along with Sam Brandt to bring him down to the line of scrimmage for no gain. They may give him a yard up to the 33, but not very much. Good pursuit by the Tiger defense. Short gain as Scott t- tried to stretch it out along the right side. It'll be second and ten.
4: Well, and the big play for that was Mikel not only making the tackle, but he gathered up the blocker and made sure that he didn't get a clean block on him, so then Sam came unabated.
2: Second down and 10 for the Griffins. Their first possession, the first possession of the second half. They're up 14 to nothing. We've played two minutes. They'll put Hall in motion. Now he'll line up to the left of the quarterback in the backfield. Edden to throw. It's going to be high and incomplete. He was trying to go over on the far side to Caleb Martin and airmailed that. Kobe Rome was there in coverage. Pass goes incomplete, and now a big third down and ten for this four-day state defense. Can they get off this field here? The Griffins in the first half just one for four on third down. They have it third and ten from their own 33 here on the first possession of quarter number three. Big-time play right here. Tiger fans across the way making some noise. Edens in the shotgun. He's got Hall lined up to his right. Two receivers or three receivers far side. in to throw. He's got time. Now he's being chased. Gets rid of it late. It's going to be caught for a first down or is it? Were they going to give him progress? He was near the line to gain. They're going to mark him down at the 40. He's short of the first down. If he just catches the ball and gets tackled, he
4: probably has the first down. Instead, he ran backwards two yards. So now the
2: Griffins bring on the punt team. He had it. He caught it right at the line to gain. If he gets knocked back, he gets forward progress. He went back on his own, cost him two yards, and it cost him a first down. So Fort A. State's defense gives up the one run for a first down, but now they force a punt. So for the first time, we're going to see Evan Williams out of Bridgeland, Wales. He's a Lindenwood transfer. He played rugby at Lindenwood, and he gets off a pretty good kick, and it's going to be a fair catch called for. They're going to let it bounce, and it's going to roll all the way down to the 14-yard line. That took a very fortuitous roll. ends up being a 46-yard punt by the former Lindenwood rugby standout. And four-day state's first possession of the third quarter will start at their own 13-yard line. I don't know if he has
4: the green light to run, but nobody covered the side that he ran to to kick that football. Missouri Western will have taken notice if they need it later in the
3: game.
2: But rugby, I mean, you'd think he would you'd give him a little bit of green. I mean, he may not be used to running with, green with, light, with, yeah. with, with helmets and everything. I mean, those rugby guys those are tough dudes. All right, here we go. First play of the third quarter for the Tigers. Two receivers over the right. Now Watts comes in motion. They're going to hand it up the middle. That is Shane Watts, and he barrels his way straight up the middle across the 15 and up to about the 17-yard line brought down by Brandon Johnson, the nose guard, but a good strong run of about three, maybe three and a half for the – Second Watts on offense, Shane Watts. Well,
4: here's the thought is that if you can get Shane Watts past the first level, he's going to have a lot of room to run against a very aggressive
2: defense. So the Tigers have it up to the 17-yard line. We'll call it second down and about six yards to go. Dawson throws, caught in space by Shane Watts. He lowers his shoulder into a griffin, and he's got a first down up to the 25-yard line. Barreled into the quarterback, Braden Wright, and he picks up the first down on a gain of eight. Or actually, a gain of about yeah eight yards. Well, find the space. You know,
4: Missouri Western is coming hard. They have got a really good defensive end set, or set of defensive ends that has gotten to Jack Dawson several times. That means there's space between them and the linebackers.
2: Kari Kari Shaw, Corbin Rock, and Danovic, the offensive line for the Tigers. First and ten. Dawson, Penny action. They set up a screen for Shane Watson. It's blown up. Cameron Langford blew up the screen pass. It's going to be a loss of two back to the 23. And, boy, right the second that Dawson caught that, he was tackled immediately at second and 12. Well, on the screen plays that
4: Missouri Western's running, they have more guys on the side than what Fort Hayes does defensively. There was
2: one person to block two defenders for Fort Hayes State. It's a station break after this play. Second down and eight. Griffin showing blitz. Snap back to Dawson. He's got time. He can run. Now throws it late. Caught by Cormody. He's got a first down across the 40 and up to the Missouri Western. 45-yard line. He was brought down by Trayvon Holmes, but it's a big-time pass completion of 22 yards and a first and 10 for the Tigers. Let's up well, the Tigers back to the line of scrimmage. We're going to keep it right here. So Fort A State converts. It's a first down. They're up to their own. 45 down 14 to nothing here in the third three receivers right two to the left an empty backfield for Dawson has time throws and it's dropped by Watts at the 50 pass was behind him but he had some running room if he holds on to it now we'll pause 10 seconds for station identification you're listening to Fort Hays state football
3: raise your glass cans or bottles from Kaiser liquor and salute all of the hard-working Fort Hays state athletics Tiger radio
2: mix 103 KJLS Hayes 9.47 to go into third, 14-0 Griffins. That was our halftime score. Fort A. State got a stop defensively to start the half and now have it up to their own 45 where it's second and 10. There's a screen pass for Watts, and he's double teamed and taken down at the line of scrimmage. Again, nobody to block in front of him. Dakari Streeter holds onto him and slams him down to the turf for no gain. It'll bring up second and ten.
4: Yeah, Fort A. State is trying to run these, uh, these screen plays, but they're doing so with more yellow jerseys than there are white jerseys. He's Jack Dawson did a better job that time settling his feet, though, against what was a six-man rush by Missouri Western. I said
2: second and ten. It's third and ten. Shane Watts, Jane, and Horace split out to the right. Bryson Smith, Cale Cormony here to the left. Three down lineman for the Griffins. Dawson throws, caught by Watts. Can he get the first down? He's going to be about a yard short. Down to the Griffin. They're going to mark him at the 47. So he's actually two yards shy of the first down. Boy, what do you do here if you're 4-8 state? You're down 14 to nothing. It's fourth down and two. Again, somebody grabs this time the towel of Trevor
4: Watts, tosses it to the sideline. The official gets it for him. Missouri Western defense did that to him earlier with his mouthpiece. Tigers
2: are going to go for it here on fourth down. They're one for one today. They're two for two on the year. They need two yards. They're at the Griffin, 47, down 14-0 in the third. They bark a play. Now look to the sideline. Play clock is down to four, down to three. Down to two, there's the snap, handoff, watch it's blown up in the backfield, they lose three yards. Gerard never had a chance on that one. It was blown up by the Griffins, Anthony Villanueva.
4: Everything that Fort Hay State has had success at today has been going to the side, getting some width, and then hitting down over the middle. That time, it's a handoff up the middle.
2: So the Griffins will get it at midfield. We have a timeout. 8-19 8-19 to go in the third, 14-0 Western on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC.
4: Vision Source of hate. Litigation and more. Visit JeterLawOffice.com with offices in Hayes, Stockton, Plainville, and Wichita.
3: This is the Tiger Sports Network.
2: Third quarter brought to you by Bush Light. Proud supporters of Kansas farmers. Enjoy an ice-cold Bush Light today, but do so Responsibly, Griffins have it back in midfield. They're up 14 to nothing after the Tigers get stuffed on fourth and three. Shotgun for Ed takes the snap. They set up a screen pass. He's got three blockers, but the Tigers blow it up. It's John Johnson who busted through the blockers and makes a great tackle on Jake Berry for a gain of only two to the Tiger 48.
4: Well, and again, Gerard, there are two guys over there blocking one. For Fort Hay State, blocking the cornerback, they were able to get to Kobe Rome.
2: That is a fantastic play made by John Johnson. If he doesn't get there, that's a touchdown. Two receivers right, one left. Scott the running back now. He'll line up left of Ed and in the shotgun. There's the snap. Four down lineman for the Tigers. They throw down field. It's almost knocked down by Caleb Pillow just over his hands. And it's going to be a first down for the Griffins.
3: beers, wines, and spirits. Pick up a winner at Kaiser Liquor with two convenient locations in Hayes. Tiger Radio, Mix 103, KJLS,
2: Hayes. Just got a big third down stop on third and two. Miles Menges, the tackle for loss of the 35. We apologize for losing... We had our line drop, but we're back here now. So the Griffins drive it down to the Tiger 28, but then a negative play on third and two, and the defense comes up big again, and another punt from the rugby kicker, and it's going to land at the 10, roll inside the five, and down to the two-yard line. That's a 33-yard punt, but 4-Day State's going to start deep in their own territory. With 504 to go here in the third, trailing 14-0, believe we have a media timeout, and we do. 5.04 to go here in the third. 14-0 Griffins on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. How would you like to join the four-day state football captains on the field for the coin toss of the next four-day state home football game? McDonald's is sponsoring the coin toss kid. One winner grades K-6 will be chosen for each home football game and get a walk with the captains to midfield. Register at McDonald's at Hayes, Russell, and Joaquinie. Winners get two general admission tickets, a game-day coin toss kid jersey, a football, and keepsake coin toss. series.
3: the Tiger Sports Network.
2: Got officially marked the ball at the 3-yard line. So Fort A State back in the shadow of their own goal post at their own 3 down 14 to nothing. Second possession, third quarter. Dawson's got a throw from the end zone caught by Cormany, hit hard, bounces off the tackle oh. then fumbles and the Griffins recover. He was fighting for extra yardage after he got hit initially and Grant Finley who had a rush for a first down earlier, recovers the fumble. The Griffins will have it at the Tiger eight-yard line. Four-day State's third turnover this afternoon. And it's the third time they have set Missouri Western
4: up in short yardage situation. Remember, their only two touchdowns for Missouri Western happened from when they started at the Tiger 30 and when they started at the Tiger
2: 3. That was after a blocked punt, and now they get it to the eight. Man. Great catch by Cormany. He got hit, bounced off the initial hit, tried to get some extra yardage. And, boy, how many times do you see that? The second guy charted free, and now the Griffins have it. First and goal at the four-day State 8, leading 14 to nothing with five minutes to go in the third. Two receivers left, one here to the right. That's Caleb Martin. Now the running back, Cromwell, who has two rushing touchdowns, will get the carry, and he's blown up by Sam Brandt and then finished off by Caleb Pillow for no gain. Well, and, and back on
4: the offensive side for Cormany, your natural instinct as a football player is to get every ounce that you can, but at the same point got to have a little bit of situational awareness of, hey, you got the breathing room, the 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 per, what you're supposed to do on that play. You got five yards. You got some breathing
2: room. Live to fight another day. Second down and goal from the eight-yard line for the Griffins, 14-0 Western. That was our halftime score. We're down to four and a half minutes to go into third. Cromwell staggered to the right of the quarterback, Edden, the Hawaii transfer. Tight end Will Schwartz in motion. There's the shotgun snap. Eden to throw, looks right, now left, has time. He's going to throw to the back of the end zone. Man, open touchdown, Caleb Martin. And the Griffins now lead in 20 to nothing. Well, this is a a self-implosion
4: by the Tigers today. Their defense has played well enough on the full length of the field to keep it a scoreless game. But when they're put inside of their own ten, there's just so little that you can do. And so there's 14 of the points right there. The other drive is when they start at their own 30. You have the interception, a couple of fumbles, and a blocked punt. I mean, it, there are there are four plays in this game, Gerard, that are determining the outcome. And it's those three right there. It's the three turnovers and the blocked punt. That's the
2: difference in this game. 21 to nothing in favor of the Griffins after the extra point came after the Tiger fumble after a pass completion. So three giveaways for the Tigers has resulted in points for Missouri Western. I guess one of them was the block punt. The fumble resulted in a missed field goal, but two of the three touchdowns off of turnovers, the third for the Griffins after a block punt. So it's been that type of day for Fort Hays State and now they're down 3 touchdowns with 412 to go in the third quarter. They've had some success moving the football but not been able to find any way to get points on the board. They've also missed a field goal today and Frustrating game. You said it's come down to about four plays, and all of them have been bad for the Tigers. And, and if you want to go just one more play
4: further, you mentioned, mentioned the missed field goal. I mean, you know, Fort days State takes care of business in the red zone. Missouri Western just broke a tie.
2: Yeah, good point. 21-0 Griffins. 4-12 to go in the third. And the kick is high and short. And it's going to be taken to the 18-yard line by the Tigers. They have a return near side by, by the Tillis. Jaquan, Tillis breaks out of a couple of tackles. He caught it, and now a late flag comes in. He caught it over by the far right numbers, came all the way back to the left, and brings it out to the 28-yard line. We'll see about the penalty marker here. There's two. And two of them, yes. Well, and this is going one to be against the, Fort Hay State. Unless one? there's
4: a, a, a Maybe face upsetting? mask, but...
2: Probably going to have a block in the back on Fort well, State. Fort State has some bad penalties today, too. One drive, which the Griffins ended up not scoring. They had 45 yards in penalties. Discussion here by the officials. John Adams, our white hat today. We'll get an explanation from him here shortly. I think they're trying to figure out where to mark the ball, but it looks like it's going to be against the Tigers. They've thrown both flags together now. so I think
1: There is no foul for an illegal blindside block on the play. There is a foul for holding receiving team number 25. That building will be 10 yards from the spot of the foul. First down, Fort Hayes.
2: It's Keon Turner, a backup defensive back, so Fort Hayes State, instead of their own 28-yard line, are going to have the ball at their own 17. Well, not as bad as it could
4: have been, because that first first flag that was thrown on the blindside block was at the 15. Fort Hayes State would have been back inside their own 10 again. You got, you got to
2: score. Third quarter, they're on 13, they're on 3, and now they're on 17. Down 21 to nothing. Yeah, this becomes almost a much score drive. Three receivers right. There's a play action. Dawson wants to throw. It's broken up. Now he goes downfield. What a catch by Bryson Smith of the 49. He just out-jumped and high-pointed that in front of Desmond Green all the way out to the 48-yard line and a first down. That's a 31-yard, 30-yard pass completion.
4: Yeah, Bryson Smith goes up to get that one. Just his second catch on the day after a huge outing against Northwest Missouri State. Well,
2: Tigers have it near midfield, down by three touchdowns here late in the third quarter but they have it near midfield. Empty backfield for Dawson. He throws. Smith jumps to catch it. Makes a man miss at the 45, and then he gets taken down at the 44-yard line. That'll be a good gain, though, of about eight yards on first down and bring up second down and two.
4: You know, commenting about you know the, the Tigers, it hasn't been the first and ten today. Tigers have been excellent yeah. on first and ten except
2: for the fumble. Tigers going into a hurry-up mode. Empty backfield. Three receivers right. Two to the left. That is Smith and DeLoder. And now Dawson being chased. He gets rid of it. It's a sliding catch near the first down by Cormany. He's going to be about a half of a yard short at the 30 or 41, about the 43-yard line, I should say.
4: Somebody didn't run the right route because there were three on the far side, and two of them stayed parallel to one another. were taken up by one defender.
2: Somebody for Fort Hay State didn't run the right route, and none of the routes came back over the middle. Tigers three for eight on third down. They'll have three receivers here to the left on this play for third in less than a yard. Dawson in the shotgun, and we've seen a handoff to Jaquan Tillis. He's going to be blown up. No, the quarterback keeps it. Dawson gets rid of it late, and he throws it away. Great play action. Tillis got hit, and Dawson actually kept the football. And threw it away, and the Tigers will have another crack if they decide to go for it here on fourth down. So Jaquan Tillis is in it running back rather than Travis Dixon. They're going to say quarterback was out of the pocket. Looks like Florida State's going to bring in the punt team. On third, fourth down and inches right now. I mean, it's, how, how little faith do, you, do yeah. you have to have in being able to move the ball inches down 21-0? And the way that it's gone today, I think we got our answer. And cam to putt this one away. He's back at his own 43 yard line. 21 0 Griffins. And now the whistle is blown as the officials run in. I think 48 State ran yeah. out of time. They've got to take a timeout. Fortes, their first of the half. Yep, Fortes State play clock was about to expire. Well, this might give him a chance to think about this. It is fourth down, and they need to get to the 42. The ball is halfway between the 44 or 43 and 42-yard line. Let's go downstairs to Jonathan Zwiger.
0: Guys, Coach Brown called that timeout, and he did so with a little bit of uh, extra emphasis on it, too.
2: Here comes the offense. Yeah, Fort A state's going to look like they're going to go for You're down 21 to nothing but 2.22 to go in this ga- third quarter. It's been a day of self-inflicted injury for 4day State. Let's go, let's go. And this becomes a time this becomes a time I think when your you're head coach Chris Brown you talk to your team and you talk to your offensive line we need six inches. We need six inches to have a chance to win this game. Figure out a way to get six inches. We'll see what they do, draw up. So they were going to punt and now they bring the offense back out for fourth down and less than a yard from the Griffin 43 yard line. Ford A State is trailing 21 to nothing. They've turned it over three times. They've had a punt blocked. Dixon is back in at running back. He'll line up to the left of Jack Dawson. Griffin show four down linemen, but they're. Creeping near the line of scrimmage. Play action for Dawson. He's going to be hit. Breaks out of a tackle. Dawson's going to try to run. He's going to angle. First down. He tippy-toes to sideline. And he stays in bounds all the way down to the 37-yard line. Jack Dawson converts on fourth down for the second time today. And Fort Hayes State keeps the drive alive. Well, if you want just an absolute
4: description of this game for Fort Hayes State, how about turning disaster? And I mean an
2: absolute a- disaster into turning the wheels around and getting up the field. Jack Dawson was about to be sacked and he was able to break free and then run it up for a first down and a gain of six. Now, Cormany, along with Sloan Hayden and Dixon, the running back, wide receiver split to the left. They set up a screen for Dixon, barrels over to Griffin and gets about two yards down to the 35-yard line. The play just has not been there today. The Griffins have done a good job of sniffing it out. And even though the Tigers are trying to set up the screen, the Griffins just have too many guys there to defend.
4: Hey, it's a simple numbers game when it comes to the screen game for Fort Hayes State. They don't enough blockers to get anybody up the field, and when Missouri Western is running their screens, they have more blockers than the Tigers have defenders.
2: Third quarter, brought to you by Bush Light. Proud supporters of Kansas Farmers. Enjoy an ice-cold Bush Light today, but please drink responsibly. Second down and nine. The Tigers from the 36-yard line. Dawson to throw across the middle. It's going to be incomplete. Should have been intercepted. He was trying to go to Trevor Watts. He led Watts too far, and William Wilson... Not Willie Wilson, but William Wilson, who was kind of spying on the play, had to go in and out of his hands
4: at incomplete. Uh, And that was the only option, really, for Jack Dawson over the middle. He's had some success finding some room there. It is in the middle third. If you want to divide out 10 yards, 10 yards, 10 yards, Florida State has had good success finding some
2: range and some open area in that middle third, but had nobody in that area. Third and nine for the Griffin, 36. Dawson empty backfield to throw. He's being hit. He's sacked again back at the 40. 46 yard line. Jack Dawson sacked and the Griffins get a big stop on third down.
4: No time to throw. They rushed four. No separation for the wide receivers. Forte State has just not been able to stand up to the rush of Missouri Western today in the big moments.
2: So that'll move the ball all the way back to the 44-yard line. They lose eight on the play and After converting on fourth down, now we'll have to punt from back at around the 43. Same spot, Zeisenkamp high, end over end, trying to pin the Griffins deep. A dangerous catch by Jalen Lampley inside the five, down to the four-yard line. So that'll be a 40-yard punt, and there is a flag back about the point the punt was kicked. I think Florida State might be
4: repunting this unless they are able to tack it on at yeah. the end of the it's catch. Four, it was fourth
2: and six, sixteen. So now a discussion about the penalty here. About the point the run maybe running into, I think, and not roughing the kicker. John Adams again, our lead it's referee. Holding, nope, holding against State. the Tigers. Well, I guess never mind that. Tigers football brought to you by BTI, your John Deere Dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie Nest, City of Pratt, BTI. Our family in partnership with your family. During the kick, holding,
1: kicking team number 71. It'll be a 10-yard penalty from the previous spot. We'll replay fourth down.
2: Porter Danovic. had a bit of a rough day today trying to block this great defensive line for the Griffins. So that's going to move the ball back to the Tiger 46. And now they'll punt, and so instead of pinning the Griffins inside the five, they'll have to put away one more time here. And this is a dangerous task. Missouri Western has already blocked a punt today. They've now blocked three punts this season to go along with three kicks blocked. Cam, back of the 30. Snap from Cordolo, a good one. This is a line drive kick. It's gonna be fielded at the seven. The ball is free. Big scramble. It's loose. And the Griffins fall on it back of the two-yard line. Lampley bobbled it and was fortunate it bounced right back into his belly, and he falls on it at the two. Oh boy, that would have been a big time break. 52-yard punt, no return. Missouri Western from their own two-yard line, leading 21 to nothing with 14 seconds to go in the third well you got to find a way don't you if you're the tiger defense to come up with some sort of big play here maybe a turnover to kind of turn momentum well then yeah
4: you you do but then also how about the
2: bounce yeah of course it bounces right right there were three tigers there if it goes any other direction it's a touchdown for the tigers or at least the ball near the goal line instead it went right back into the belly of lamplin So the Griffins, from their own two-yard line, leading 21 to nothing with 14 seconds to go here in the third. Edden will be about three yards deep in the end zone. Tigers are showing blitz. Cromwell, the running back. Edden wants to throw. He throws it downfield. It's going to be caught at the 18. What a great comeback and catch over here by Chris Floyd. A redshirt freshman out of Springfield, Missouri, and that'll be the final play of the quarter. It'll be a first down all the way out to the 17-yard line on a 15-yard pass completion. So the Griffins get out of the shadow of their end zone. They'll have it first and 10 at their own 17 when the fourth quarter begins. Missouri Western 21, 4-day state nothing. We're back for the fourth quarter on the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC. For the fourth quarter, it's brought to you by Kona Big Wave. Bring the Aloha. It's a crisp, easy-drinking beer. Enjoy a big wave on game day, and remember to drink responsibly. Twenty-one, nothing. Missouri Western they scored their first touchdown today after the Tigers threw a just a bizarre interception that bounced off of Dixon, rolled onto his back, and was picked off by Missouri Western. Then on the next possession, the Tigers had the punt blocked. The Griffins started the three and scored. Fort A. State fumbled inside the red zone. Western missed a field goal. Then Fort A. State drove down, missed a field goal. Got an interception before halftime. Here in the second half, Fort A. State backed up there near the goal line, had a pass completion, but then fumbled. It set up a short eight-yard touchdown pass. And now after Fort A. State drove it down to the 37 of Missouri Western, they had a pump. The Griffins have it first and 10 at their own 17 as we begin the fourth quarter. 21-0. Missouri Western, in some ways, remarkable. It's not worse. First and ten, handoff goes to the running back. Scotty knifes his way through the line, gets a pretty good gain out to about the 25. John Johnson, the hit at the 25. That's going to be an eight-yard gain. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. He has been such a tough guy for the Tigers. He's on his feet. He's coming off under his own power. Boy, that looked a lot more serious than before that started. He won't even let the trainers help him off, but uh, he will walk off under his own accord.
4: Looked like he was holding his shoulder at the time when he was on the ground.
2: Northwest Missouri State now up 52 to nothing. They are in the fourth quarter, just up the road in Maryville. Get you some more scores as we go along. Eight-yard gain by Scott brings up second down and two. Scott in there again. He'll line up left of the quarterback. Gets the hand up, bounces out to the right. He's hit, trying to move forward. It looks like he might have the first down. It's close. He got near the 27. It's where he needed to go. There was a host of white jerseys in there on that tackle for Fort Hays State. Parrish Terry along with Jaden Barker in there. Barker's going to come out, and they're going to say first down. He just got the nine to gain at the 27. Needed two, he gets
4: two. Missouri Western, you see how slow they're running players in and out of this game.
2: No hurry up, 21 to nothing. Let 14-0 at halftime. Two receivers off to the right. They've got two backs in the backfield this time, Scott and Cromwell. And they're going to run a fake counter play. Pass is tipped. It was a great tip by Caleb Pillow. They tried to run a screen. Oh, boy. And then. Brandon Hall fell down like he got shot from a cannon from the bleachers. Trying to draw a penalty as Miles Men just walks by. Pass goes incomplete at second down.
4: Well, and, you know, maybe a bit of a heads-up play. Miles has already been called for a personal foul in the game, so he's kind of
2: a marked guy right now. Men just walked by, and Hall acted like he got grabbed from his shoulder pads and slung to the turf. Second down and ten. 13.45 13.45 to go here in the fourth. Griffin's up 21 to nothing. Three receivers right, two left. It's an empty backfield now for Ed. And pump fakes left, comes back, screen pass right, caught by Barry, makes the Tiger a miss. Flag comes out as he hurdles his way to the 35. Mikkel Williams makes the stop, but he's holding his arm once again. Also in there. Well, he may have been wrong, but what's the flag about? At the end of the run, end of the
4: play. And, uh and there's an offensive lineman for Missouri Western that's coming out. He was yeah. immediately hollering for the sideline.
2: Marquis Simmons
1: number 23. 10 yard penalty from the spot of the foul.
2: Second down. That's Jonas Bennett. We have That's the first time we've called his name today. He was honorable mention all MIAA. He's been a beast this year. He had 9 catches for 96 yards and the game-winning touchdown a week ago. Either 4-Day State's done a good job to take him away, or he hasn't been big part of the game plan. But he gets called for the penalty, so that'll move it back to the 24, and they'll redo second down. It's now second down and 13 for the Griffins. Up 21 to nothing. 13-25 remaining in the game. Brandon Hall back in there. He's all right. Good to see. He'll line up to the right of Edden. He's got two receivers to his left and right. Hawaii transfer wants to throw. He breaks out of a tackle, throws it late. It's caught on the far side, and a scramble up the near side, and there is a flag down. That was caught by Chris Floyd. I think this one's going to come back, a hold on the Griffins. A State's Evan Darville was about to make the sack, and that's the reason he didn't get him. Evan Darville.
1: Faulty. Offense number 64. Ten-yard penalty from the previous spot. Replay, second down.
2: It's well, Darville James was Lucio
4: there. the center. He was ready to bear hug the quarterback and bring him down. And then I'm pretty sure Evan didn't stop running <laughs> out of, you pretty know, quickly out too. of niceness of, of the quarterback. I'm, I'm pretty sure that that was part of the hold.
2: Griffins haven't been penalized a whole lot today, but they have two. In fact, that's now their fourth penalty and two of them on this possession. Now they're back to the 14. 13 minutes to go. 21 0 Griffins. Hall will come back from the receiver spot. To a running back spot, and they are going to hand it off to him. Tries to knife his way up the middle, has some room, gets to the 25, and down to the 26. Kobe Rome holding on for dear life. It's going to be a 12-yard gain, and now brings up third down and 12.
4: Yeah, how about the draw play for that, being able to knife up through the middle? And Fort Hay State had dropped seven into coverage, and they get back, they get by those front four who have been out onto the field a whole lot today.
2: For uh, for fort hay state and a market at the 25 mikhail williams is not in there right now miles ben just back of the linebacker spot four down lineman for fort hay state on third and 12 and edin's being chased he'll throw it late he's going to throw it away he had some pretty good pursuit from dimitri scott who hit him but hit him as he threw it the ball goes incomplete and fort hay state gets a stop on third down And now we'll get the football back, but they're down three scores with 12-10 to
4: go. I don't know what the conversation was between Jonas Bennett for Missouri Western and then Fort Hay State's Caleb Pillow, but they were standing right about where you'd kick off the ball, that little X at the 35-yard line, and both of them are kind of just pointing back towards the line of scrimmage and shrugging their shoulders and shaking their heads. So they were having a pleasant conversation about
2: whatever had just happened. Griffins will punt. Marcellus Crutchfield is back to receive. Tigers come after it, and they almost get it. Line drive kick. Crutchfield takes it his own 27. He's got four gold jerseys to contend with. He'll bring it up to the 31-yard line, and he's brought down there. That is a 48-yard punt. A four-yard return from Crutchfield, and we have a timeout. There is exactly 12 minutes to go in the game. Fort A. State trailing Missouri Western 21 to nothing on the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC.
4: Now that everybody is back into the full swing of school, sports, and everything in between, our schedules are as busy as ever. Take some time and breathe and let the taco shop do the cooking tonight. The veggie burritos on special 389, beef quesadilla 429, and the chicken soft taco is 209. The Taco Shop 333 West 8th Street. Download the app and order from there and have it delivered.
3: Down to the Taco Shop. You never had it.
2: is the Tiger Sports Network. Ready to start the possession. We'll go down to Jonathan Zweiger with an injury update. They're starting to mount up for the Tigers. It's first down and 10 and Dawson wants to throw. He's got time. He's going to go downfield. It's caught by Horace and he gets upended at the 43 but he's going to have a first down and a gain of 12 real quick downstairs to Jonathan.
0: Injuries mounting for the Tiger defense. Mikel Williams with a shoulder injury. They've taken his shoulder pads off and Benny Williams who had that interception in the first half also without a helmet on the sideline. That's two key players.
2: And also Almeza Perez who came out of the locker room without shoulder pads. Dawson to throw on first down. Looking downfield for Smith. He gets tripped and there comes the flag. It's going to be either probably pass interference against Taylor Williams. He got tangled up but he had been holding the wide receiver well before they fell down to the turf for about 10 yards prior grabbing his jersey. So this will be pass interference.
1: Pass interference. Defense number nine. 15-yard penalty from the previous spot. Automatic First
2: down. That'll move the ball to the Griffin territory down to the 41 yard line.
4: Jack Dawson on the last two throws did a good job of working through progressions. He was able to throw open Jaden Horace that time because he looked off and went looked like he wanted to throw deep and then brought that back underneath the Jaden Horace. This time he looked short and then went over the top. That's when Bryson Smith got held.
2: Packers haven't been shut out in a long, long time, trying to find some points here in the fourth quarter. Now 21-0. Dawson to throw under pressure, just got rid of it. He was trying to go to his tight end, Kale Cormany, but um, that was more of a preservation of life throw as that pocket was quickly crumbling. Yeah, and I think his arm might have got hit when he threw
4: that because it looked like he almost just kind of flicked it and that his arm stopped and it came out a little awkwardly.
2: Second down and 10. Tigers at the Griffin 41. They're down 21 to nothing with 11 26 to go here in the fourth. Handoff to Shane Watts. Makes a man miss. He's up the middle 30. 25 20. Another missed tackle. 15 on his feet. 10 and all the way down to the five. What a run for Fort Hay State. Shane Watts all the way down to the six is where they're going to mark him down. And there's an injured Griffin that nobody sees. And now they'll blow the play dead. Shane Watts just kept running. They tried to spin him down. He wouldn't go down. It's a 35-yard run and a first and goal for Fort Hayes State. Well, it's not even really
4: an injured player. It's a player that lost his shoe, Jaden oh. Brown. He
2: had like a blowout.
4: It's a so, break for Missouri Western. Yeah, because
2: Fort Hayes State was going to get to the line of scrimmage, and now the Tigers were huddling like it was a timeout, the officials say it was not a timeout. A big-time run for Shane Watts, one of the better plays of the day. Just a simple dive up the middle. Forday State back in the Farm Implement and Supply Red Zone, where you can see their great selection of new and used equipment at farmimp.com. That's farmimp.com. First and goal, Tigers from the Griffin Six. Dawson to throw. Look at the end zone. It's going to be incomplete. Horace cut in. Dawson was expecting him to cut out, and the pass goes incomplete. And if they are on the same page,
4: it's a touchdown because the cornerback, Braden Wright, had no idea what was about to happen. In fact, he's getting taken out of the game for Desmond Green. If they're on the same page, Wright is backing up and had no opportunity to make the stop. Again,
2: self-inflicted wounds. Horace and Trevor Watts, wide receivers here to the left side. Bryson Smith along with the tight end. Cormany to the left. Dawson to throw on second and goal. Now the quarterback starts to run, throws it late, and it's over the head of Horace in the back of the end zone and incomplete. And now it's third down and goal. And Now there is an injured now,
4: player in the back of the end zone. That's Keenan Gaskin. He jumped up for a ball that was oh almost out of the back of the Turf, yeah, and he landed,
2: landed awkwardly on, on his left ankle. Yeah, he's not putting any weight at all. He's hopping off on one foot, all the weight on his right foot. He has not put any weight at all on that left leg as he hops all the way here to the sideline and onto the trainer's table. That is an impressive oh. feat of the amount
4: of hopping <laughs> it that was. he just did.
2: Well, now it's third and goal for Fort A. State. Down to the Griffin six, down 21 to nothing. With 10.46 to go in a game. Horace, wide receiver left. Now Watts comes in motion. They want to throw that away. Nobody there. Dawson tries to run. He's going to lose a yard. Good coverage by the Griffins. There was nobody open. Jack Dawson tried to run and loses a yard to the seven-yard line. And now it's fourth and goal for 4-8. They actually mark it at the eight.
4: Well, And if you're going to try to win this game, you have to score touchdowns. A field goal doesn't do you any good. But this is the result of not getting the the completion on first down in the end zone when it was an open receiver. Whether it was the
2: quarterback or the wide receiver, whichever one, it was an easy six. Tigers two for three on fourth down. They've got it. end goal at the eight-yard line. Flag on the play. Free play. Dawson steps up to the end zone. Caught! It's a touchdown! Fort Hayes State! Jaden Horace through traffic able to haul it in. Now we'll see about the flag, but I believe it's going to be... Defense, number
1: 46. That penalty is declined. The play results in a touchdown.
2: Eight-yard touchdown pass from Jack Dawson. To Jaden Horace, his third touchdown of the year, and the Tigers are on the board with 10.02 to go in the game. 10.02 seems like a long time if you're the team that has given up
4: over the last couple of games, your leads late in the game.
2: Extra point is good from Carson Arndt, and the Tigers are breathing with 10.02 to go. They're down 21-7, to and we have a timeout. 10.02 to play. 21 seven griffins on the tiger sports network built by pwc
1: we all love better that's why vive gives you better internet better speeds better service but what's better than better how about fiber-rich vive internet plus award-winning whole home eero mesh wi-fi and unlimited data get it all with our vive gig package for only $79.99 a month for the first 12 months more better You
2: better believe it. Sign up at Vive Broadband. Eight-yard strike to Jaden Horace. Tigers had a free play. The Griffins jumped to the neutral zone. And Dawson did a good job to elude pressure in the pocket and then find a breaking Horace in traffic. So Fort A. State avoids their first shutout since 08. Scoring here in the fourth quarter, they're down 21-7. Game in which they've really hurt themselves, but they're still a part of this one. Remember, the Griffins blew a 20-point lead a week ago, and to come back and win it later. there's a short kick. It's going to be taken by Lampley at the 15, crosses the field to the 20. There's a flag, 30, angles 40, and out of bounds into the 45. Two flags on the three flags on the play. This one's coming back.
4: Well, there were at least two illegal blocks, both of them right down in front of Jonathan Zweigert. I'm not sure about the sideline penalty.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure if they saw the same two block in the backs but that's uh, unfortunately well, yeah. during the return,
1: illegal block in the back receiving team number 46 10-yard penalty from the spot of the foul,
2: first down, Missouri Western Yeah, they took the one flag and they put them together.
0: Yeah, unfortunately Shane Watts got the worst end of that one
2: <laughs> So that's going to move the ball instead of the 48-yard line, the Griffins are going to start at the their own 11 Well it's 21-7. Fort A State has had some issues today, self-inflicted, but they're down two scores, and now you got the Griffins pinned deep. Defense that's been banged up today. Mikhail Williams is back out there. He took the shoulder pads off. He's back in at linebacker with Johnson. So Miles Benjus will move back to that defensive end spot. Can the defense come up with something big? They have one takeaway today, an interception by Benny Williams, who was left with injury. Shotgun for Edden for the five. He's going to hand it off to Cromwell. And he's hit and strop for no gain. Second down and ten.
4: Jonathan, That's- it sounds like there's actually a crowd behind you now.
0: Yeah, you can hear the Tiger Faithful getting into it and also the, the guys on the sideline. I think you can feel a little bit more of the momentum swing back this way.
2: Well, if you can get a stop on this possession right here and get the ball back, you can really put some pressure on the Griffins who blew that big lead. Second down and ten. Clock rolling at 9.28. No hurry now for Western. Head from the shotgun. He'll have Cromwell to his left, two receivers that way, one to the right, Ed in to throw. He swings it near side. It's caught, and the Tigers right there to sandwich Caleb Martin at the 15-yard line. It's a gain of only four and a big third down coming up. Pillow there along with Kobe Rome on that tackle, and here we go. Third down and six. The Griffins from their own 15 leading by two touchdowns with nine minutes to go in the game. It's one of the first times really seems like Fort Hayes State – Understood the play. Pillow is trying to strip that ball free. Good job by Martin to hold on to it. Three wide receivers will be off to the right. Two to the left. It's an empty backfield for the Hawaii transfer. Armani Eden. Three down linemen for the Tigers. Big third down and six. Ed in the throw. He gets rid of it. It's going to be caught. It's going to be a first down. Tyler Carey, his first catch of the day, a second catch of the day. The Shasta College transfer at the 25-yard line. They pick up 10 and convert on third and six. That is
4: great route running by Missouri Western, a well-conceived combination of three routes on the right side. And Edden just needed to find the th- one of the three that was going to be open because Fort A. State just could not play enough press coverage to get the ball out of their hands. So
2: that will be a first down. The clock still rolling now down to eight minutes. That was a huge third down yeah. because even if they don't do anything, the time they're going to take off the clock. Play clock is now down to four. Now Edden tells him to hurry. Tigers bring a blitz, and they blow it over. Oh, they handed it off to Hall, and he's going to be taken down to the line of scrimmage. It was a blitz by the linebacker Johnson, and he blew up Edin, who somehow was able to hand that off to Brandon Hall, who gained a half a yard. Well, it took four, uh, three and a half
4: quarters, but there's finally some energy from Fort Hayes State. Starting to play like they did last
2: week. It's just too little too late. Second down now and 10. 7 25 and counting. Griffin's up 21 7 over the Tigers. Led 14 0 at halftime. Two receivers left, two right. The running back will be Scott. He'll line up to the left of the quarterback, Eddie, who takes the snap. He's looking that way. Now he's being chased. Quarterback's going to run. 30 yard line, 35 and near a first down. They're going to mark him at the 33 and a half. And bring up a fourth down and about a yard and a half for the Griffins. So another big third down play right here. Third, I said fourth, it's third down and about two. Tigers need to find a way to get off the field hill. The Griffins two for eight on third down this afternoon. Yeah, they haven't been real good, and they're going to bring in part of their heavy package. Two tight ends, Schwartz and Harvey. Did they bring in the big defensive lineman to run? They have not on this one. He's had two rushes today. He's also had a fumble recovery. Third down and about a yard and a half for their own 33. Griffin's up two touchdowns, 6.20 to go. They hand it off to Scott. He's gonna have just enough for the first down. He needed the 35, he got the 35 and a half. He's brought down by Pillow, also brought down by Brandt. I think uh, Darville was in there, but it's a first down. He got one half of a yard more than he needed.
4: You know, it, it, it's easy to look at these last two third downs or the last part of these drives here and say, well, Fort a State can't get off the field. The fact of the matter is they got off the field yep. all day today and didn't take advantage of it.
2: He's going to mark it at the 36-yard line. Clock rolling now down to 544. Three receivers lining up at a triangle to the right. One here to the left side. That's Barry. Back to pass. Eden. He's hit, and he's going to get rid of it, or was he down? Nope, he's down. Brandt hit him, and Eden's knee was on the turf when he tried to throw it. And that will be a sack back of the 24-yard line. In a, in a way, you'd rather almost have an incomplete pass because the clock would stop. I was going
4: to ask, do you do you almost use a timeout? You're talking about second down and really long now. Second down and 20-plus. Seems like a time that you could almost use a timeout with – three of them remaining
7: they have three on the board but they have two yeah
2: chris brown called one before they went for it on fourth down earlier in the third quarter clock rolling down down to five minutes 21-7 griffins second down and a mile second and 22 you have to get them off the field here three down linemen for the group for the tigers two receivers left and right Scott, the running back, handoff to Eden. They give it to Scott. He'll stretch it near side. Tigers converge and bring him down to the 28. So that was just a little leak here to the near, way, near side of the field. Tigers got some pretty good pursuit over there.
4: Yeah, that was a really good job by Evan Darville, yeah. who had to get rid of a block and was able to get himself into position. And then uh, the center, James Lucio, was in the face of a Tiger. He gets grabbed by... The right guard, Evan Clark,
2: and ripped backwards, telling them to knock it off. They don't need that. Six-yard gain to the 30. It is third down and 16. The Tigers have any chance today. you got to get a stop here. Three receivers right, one left. 21-7 Griffins, four minutes to go. Ed from the shotgun. He wants to throw. He's got time. He goes across the middle. It's intercepted by Williams. Mikkel Williams at the 40, and 40 State is their second interception. Mikel Williams stepped in front of the pass, and he picked it off his second of the year. His third is a Tiger, and they'll start in Griffin territory.
4: Well, he is a hurting dude today. He already has a bum left shoulder from today's game, and he had to reach up with both hands to bring that down. He needs help getting off of the sideline trying to gut this thing through. It was a long drive that went nowhere for Missouri Western, but Forte State got the best out of it being
2: able to get the ball where they do. They got to yeah. score quick. Yeah, they, did. they basically avoid a punt, so now they have the ball to the Griffin. 39-yard line, Hays State. Needs a score. They're down 21-7. A pass to the middle. Caught by Cormody inside the 15. He's down to the Missouri Western 13-yard line. And Fort A-State goes into their hurry-up offense. 31-yard completion to Cormody. First and 10 Tigers inside the Farm Implement and Supply red zone. Farm Implement and Supply. Plainville and Colby, your home of bad boy and grasshopper mowers. Their fourth trip there today. They're one for three in the red zone. They've been so good this year. Three receivers left, one to the right. That's Horace. They're going to hand it off. No, it's going to be a screen pass. Bad throw from Dawson trying to go to Watts. And Trevor Watts tripped as well. He slipped when he made his break, but the pass was at his feet. Stops the clock. 319. That may not have been the worst thing. They tried to set up the screen, and those have not been very successful today.
4: Yeah, and that one wasn't going to be either. The, the best thing that happens is either that's in, out of incomplete like it was, or Trevor Watts gets the football and immediately runs out of bounds.
2: 21-7, Lion, Griffins, they were up 21 to nothing. Fort A. State scored on the last drive, and now an interception. They have it down to the 13. Griffins show blitz. Dawson in trouble. Breaks away from the blitz. He can run. He's at the 15 to the 10. Gets hit hard and pushed to the turf at the 7-yard line. The clock continues to roll. Fort A. State has it down to the 7 on the scramble of 6 yards by Jack Dawson. It was an all-out blitz by the Griffins. Dawson spun away and picked up positive yards. Now it's 3rd down. 3rd and 4 from the Western 7. Down 21 to 7. Dawson takes the snap. He looks to the end zone. It's going to be intercepted. He tried to go to Horace. The pass is picked off, and now some running room the other way for Missouri Western. And this might be a touchdown for Brayden Wright. and will be. He's going to return it from the end zone all the way across the field. And Missouri Western, with another interception, brings it back 102 yards. And they now lead 27-7.
4: Jack Dawson never came off of his first read. And in the flat, he had one of his favorite targets in Trevor Watts. And he just lobbed the ball short of where it needed to go in the back corner of the end zone. It was well short. Never had Horace really a chance to go get it. Fort A. State is one of four in the red zone with a pair of turnovers and a missed field goal in a 27-7 game
2: had a chance to make it a one-score game instead it becomes a 100 plus yard interception return for a touchdown missouri western had a 69 yard interception return for a touchdown by taylor williams in their second game against lincoln
4: jack has shown a lot of really good progression on these last two drives Looking off receivers, finding the second. But then on back-to-back plays, big pressure. And one of them he had to spin away from, ran down to the seven, and made the most out of absolute nothing. The defense had him dead to rights. But that one, he took the snap and immediately turned. He's going for Horace.
2: He'll look back and see Trevor Watts in the flats. Oh, yeah, he was there. Ball went over Watts, and he tried to go to Horace, and he said it was well underthrown for Jaden. So instead of the Tigers maybe going in for a touchdown to pull the game to within a point, of uh, possession, they give up the. We'll see what they officially rule that, but he caught it about two yards deep in the end zone and brought it all the way back the other way for a touchdown. So now it's 28 to seven with 2:35 to go here in the third, in the fourth quarter. As Griffin's gets set to kick this one away, they got a new kickoff man out there. That is Spencer Springer. Kicks a high-line drive kick that'll go into the end zone. And Fort stable will have it on their own. 25, now down to 235 to go, but they're down three touchdowns,
4: 21-7. Well, the offense has moved the ball. They have gotten into the red zone four times in a 28-7 game, and they have come away with seven points, two turnovers and a missed field goal. Then you, on the flip side of that, and Missouri Western got into the red zone and missed a field goal as well. They, they are not harmless, and they missed a field goal as well. But then when you're Fort Hay State on offense, you threw an interception, 30-yard field, fumble for an 8-yard field, and a special team's punt block for a 3-yard field. And I think Missouri Western was a little confused yeah. on what they are going to do defensively. They'll take a timeout. But you get Fort Hay State out, here.
1: Missouri Western, their first of the half.
4: You, you get Fort Hay State here putting their defense into awful situations, and then you're going to look up at the scoreboard and go, well, the defense gave up 28 points. No, no, no. The defense didn't give up 28 They've points actually played today. played pretty well today. Seven points on the pick six, seven points on essentially the special teams on the punt block, and then the fumble that set them up at the eight. Yeah, I, I know what it looks like. The defense has had a
2: pretty solid day. Yeah. First two touchdowns, seven plays to go 30, two plays to go three, two plays to go eight, and then the fourth touchdown is a special team score. So the defense has actually been remarkable today. The the offense has been on the brink. Yeah, they're just right there. And but that last little bit has turned into disaster. Well, and it, it's cost them the game. So now it's 28-7, 2.35 to go. First and 10 for their own 25. Dawson back to pass. They set up a screen. It's caught by Watts. That's Shane Watts makes a man miss. It's all the way up to the 40 and pushed out of bounds on a gain of 15 yards, 16 yards to the 41. Port State has just got
4: to polish it up on the offensive side.
2: First down and 10 for their own 41, 219 remaining in the game, 28-7, Western. Dawson to throw across the top, the ball. He got hit as he threw it. He was looking for Bryson Smith, who was open on the far sideline in front of the bench, but Jack got hit as he released that ball, and it went fluttering out of bounds. Incomplete second down and 10.
4: Now well, this has been a... A house of horrors for Fort Hayes State, and it continues to be today.
2: Pause 10 seconds for station identification. You are listening to Fort Hays State football.
3: Kaiser Liquor
2: and Fort Hays State Athletics.
3: It's a good thing. Kaiser Liquor and Tiger Radio. Mix 103. KJLS.
2: Hayes. Second out of 10. Dawson fires a line drive. Oh, there should be. There it is. He was trying to go to Bryson Smith, who got lit up on the sideline. That was. This is going to be a necessary roughness, but this you may have the argument for disqualification on hitting a defenseless receiver. The ball was well over his head, and Taylor Williams just lit him up. And Bryson Smith is down on the Tigers' sideline. And now he comes over, jawing at the yeah. Fort A State offense. I mean, that from what we have seen and what has been called and not called in the MIAA this year, it's been frustrating. I mean, that, there's no, there's no room for that the play was over the ball is three yards
4: overthrown and five yards out of bounds and as bryson smith uh, is slowing down taylor williams lowers presumably his shoulder and just takes him out and and the personal foul
1: late hit out of bounds defense number nine that'll be a 15-yard penalty added on to the end of the run and an automatic first down
2: and no disqualification, but, boy, Bryson Smith is still down, and we hope this isn't too severe
4: because Taylor Williams has his hands out like, what did I do? What, you what, hit a defenseless receiver did exactly what you did. after the play was over and out of bounds, and some of the Fort Hayes State players they, from the sideline took to, exception they for were it, and arrest- this about got ugly
2: real quick.
1: 37, number 37.
2: Missed the very first part of that going to John, John's got it. Okay, yeah, they,
0: they said 37. They changed the number to 37 who the penalty was on.
2: Trevon Holmes. I thought it was. Maybe it was. Maybe it was Holmes and not, not Williams. But Trevon Holmes, he's a Wynn-Arkansas product. Boy, well, Bryson Smith is still down. This is uh, it, it's, it's a cheap, dirty shot it's a, is it's, what it is. It, it's very cheap and dirty. Four days, he spent such a dynamic part for Fort A. State. I'm kind of surprised. I mean, why? The, maybe look at more on that play but than just a late hit out of bounds, but apparently that's all it's going to be. They have not marked the penalty yardage yet, I don't believe. Ball is still at the 40. Yeah, they, they oh, yeah, have. they did. It's at the 44 of them. You're right. It's at the Western 44. So they're still working with Bryson Smith on the four-day state sideline. Gives a chance to remind you the Tiger football brought to you by the Taco Shop. Whether you order by phone or use their handy app, dine-in, carry-out, delivery, you've never had it so good. Our fourth quarter brought to you by Kona Big Wave. Bring the aloha. It's crisp, easy drinking beer. Enjoy a big wave on game day and remember to drink responsibly. Missouri or Northwest Missouri State bounces back today. No problem at home over Lincoln, 59 to nothing. Fort A. State will take on the Blue Tigers. Who I have losing 30 in a row. We've seen 29 in different spots. Let's go downstairs to Jonathan.
0: You guys think they're going to bring the ambulance? Oh, today.
2: boy. Yeah, here comes
0: the, back at least the backboard. yeah.
2: Wow. And a stretcher. And a 28-7 game, and boy, you hate to see this. Bryson Smith, who's been out of football for a while, the Houston transfer, it's been such a dynamic party. Had to miss the first game, waiting for some paperwork to get in. And um, obviously you hate to see this. This becomes a part of football, but that is uncalled for. That That is, I mean, there was no need for that hit, and... Going to bring the stretcher out as Smith is right in front of the Tiger bench, just off the sideline. Wow. All the Tigers now taking a knee. Well, again, this is –
4: the part of this is is how unnecessary this hit was. Beyond everything else that has gone on in this game, it's 28-7 with two minutes to go. And you, you pile that on to the fact that there was, there was obviously no catch
2: made. Some other scores right now. Central Missouri is taking charge at Topeka. They lead Washburn forty-eight to twenty-one. That is late in the third. Northwest wins today, fifty-nine to nothing over Lincoln. Emporia State on top of Central Oklahoma, 38-27. That's with 3:22 to go in the third. It's now 28 to nothing. Hear the round of applause by the fans here as they work on Bryson Smith. And again, a lot of this is precautionary. Obviously, you don't want to speculate, but hopefully, this looked a lot worse than it was. But very, very frustrating one. You lose one of your better players to something like that. 14 nothing Central or Missouri Southern on top of Northeastern. And it's 7 to 3 Kearney on top of Pitt State at halftime down in Pittsburgh. You know what? Carney is better than their 1 2 record, and they lead the Gorillas at halftime.
4: This conference is wild. is it crazy season. this year? I said it before. The game, and I, and this kind of how I we get to do a media ranking, and I knew how I was putting one and two to start the year, and I knew who I was putting last, but everybody in between is going to be a fight.
2: Smith is sitting up; they've got him strapped into the board, but he's not flat, so. Go back downstairs to Jonathan.
0: Yeah, guys, he actually got himself on the board. He set up and put himself on the board with the help of the EMTs. So yeah, I think you're right. It's uh, precautionary, but definitely with that head injury, because that's where he took the shot.
2: Wow. Well, which, which again makes me a little surprised. They don't at least go and look at the monitor for yeah. targeting. I mean, the, it was obviously, it was obviously a defenseless receiver. I mean, there, there was complete defenselessness there. And it was a 15-yard penalty, but kind of shocked that it wasn't more. But I'm sure that'll get turned in by Coach Chris Brown to the Director of Officials for a further discussion as the week goes along. So the Tigers down to the grip in 44 with 2.08 to go. They're down 28-7, to and they had it down inside the 10, and then through an interception, that was returned for a touchdown. They have not ruled the official yardage. It was in the end zone, so at least a 100. And that swung the game. It's 28-7. And now after that 15-yard penalty, the Tigers have it at the Griffin 44, down 28-7 and 2.08 to go. Now we're waiting here before we get this play underway.
4: Not real sure what what we are waiting for now.
2: Smith is off the field. Uh, yeah, everybody's standing on the field and waiting, but... you got the full complement of Yeah, everybody's got 11. Officials. They keep looking back towards yeah, the south end know, of the field, near where the ambulance is. I don't know if they want to get the ambulance off, gone or what the deal is, but... now, well, now we're ready to go. Well, whatever delay, we're ready to go. First and ten Tigers for the Griffin, 44. First down at 10, Dawson from the shotgun takes the snap. He's being chased. He gets rid of it late to avoid a sack. He just did an underhand flip that got out of bounds. Are they going to rule him down? I think they're going to rule him down. Now Missouri Western has a player that's down on the ground. So that'll be a loss to the 47-yard line.
1: Reeling on the field as the quarterback's knee was down before he threw the football. It'll be second down at the spot where his knee was
3: at.
2: So that'll be a loss of three, and now an injured defensive lineman for Missouri Western back in the backfield, face down as they attend to him. Well, this is a game that there are frustrating games, and there are frustrating games, and this one has certainly been the latter. Florida State's. It's 28-7, and yet have had so many opportunities to maybe even lead this one. Only really one off, And this is an offense that has been lights out this year. They've had one drive, really, of any significance, and they missed a field goal on it. The injured player is Brandon
4: Johnson. He's a a two-time All-MIAA player, and he has been belly down on the turf ever since the end of that play. It was kind of behind the play. I didn't see him. I don't think he really was the one ar- who got to Dawson, yeah. And I didn't see anybody really around
2: him at the time. He's now sitting up. Well, his last five minutes have been brutal. 28-7 Western. And if you just joined us, it's been a wild game. Forte State threw an interception of their first possession, a bizarre interception on a pass that was low to Travis Dixon. And I think it looks like a shoulder. Yeah. As Johnson gets up, he is holding his right arm. Wow. No wonder if he just hit that turf hard. He's a big guy, 6'4 and 300. That interception gave the Griffins the ball at the 30. It rolled on the back of Dixon and was picked off. And then in the next possession, Ford A-State had a punt block. The Griffins got the three and then got a touchdown. Then Ford A-State drove all the way down to the Western 15 and fumbled. Western came back, missed a field goal. The Tigers missed a field goal. Then they got an interception, but could do nothing with it. The second half, they fumbled at the 8. Western had a short field. So now we're going to put a little more time on the clock.
4: Jack Dawson has been sacked through all that. Jack Dawson has been sacked
2: seven times today. He was sacked six times coming into the game. That was the most of the MIAA. This is the team that has the most sacks, and they have done nothing to hurt that. Now Dawson eludes one. He's going to get rid of it late. It's caught by Horace. Great stretch and catch. He's at the 30, 25, and then pushed out of bounds at the Missouri Western 24-yard line. So that'll be a nice pass completion down to the 24. It'll be a first down for Fort Hayes State on a gain of 23.
4: Dawson with 235 yards today on 27-41, to 41, one touchdown and two interceptions.
2: And he's been hounded all day. He's got time. Now he's being flushed. Somehow breaks a tackle. He's going to run inside the 20, and he takes it down to the 18-yard line. A scramble for six. Clock continues to roll down to a minute 35, 28-17, Missouri Western. 28-7. Or 28-7, Missouri Western. Thank you. I wish. Yeah, I do too. That was wishful. I was trying to be the glass half, glass half full. Here's a pass to the back of the end zone. It's going to be intercepted. Oh, he dropped it, or did he? No, nope. no, he, nope, he didn't catch it. it. It was held onto by Taylor Williams. He's going to try to bring it out, and now he's going to down it on a knee. It looked his back was to us the way he reached that he may have dropped it. But Jack Dawson throws his second consecutive interception in the end zone here today. And that's going to do
4: with a minute 13 to go. I know Fort Hayes wasn't in the red zone on that one, but they're certainly near it. And that's what Fort Hayes State has got to get figured out is on the offense, how to get into that. that that's one-on-one coverage. And that's the second time on those both of those interceptions in the end zone, that ball was just way too low. And it needed to go to the back
2: pylon. It's under thrown. A minute 13 to go. Griffins will have it now at the 20-yard line. It's been a rough day. Three interceptions thrown by the Tigers. They threw three interceptions a year ago in Hayes against this team.
4: Three picks, a fumble, and a block punt. I think
2: they had three interceptions maybe either the last time they were here or the time before that. It's been turnovers against this Griffin team, and they are turnover opportunistic, and they've been great today. There's going to be a handoff to Scott, who just goes right up the middle of the 24-yard line, picking up four. Clock continues to roll. The Griffins in no hurry now, down to a minute to go. So they are a touchdown away from beating Central Missouri from being undefeated. This is going to be a team to be reckoned with in the MIAA. They are good. Great on defense. Very good offensively. Their quarterback, Armari Edden, is not going to be maybe the best quarterback in the league, but he's going to be good enough with this group. And now they go to the victory formation. And have to snap it one more time. That's going to do it. Time will run out, and a frustrating afternoon for Fort Hays State, in which they threw three interceptions, lost a fumble, had a punt block, and the Griffins go on to win it today by a final score of 28 to seven. So Fort Hays State drops their fifth in a row to the Griffins. Tigers are now going to drop to 2-2. Missouri Western is going to move to 3-1. 28-7 the final. Our postgame show is next on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC.
4: Thanks, Gerard. Coach, it was a tough one today in a place that has always been, seems like, tough for your team, but a lot of self-imposed
7: wounds today. It is. You know, we started out really, really slow. You know, offensively, first, first drive, we throw a pick come out the second drive we're slow and we get a we get a a pump blocked and i mean two short yard two short fields and and they score touchdowns to go up 14-0 and then you're trying to catch up you know the rest of the game but our kids did keep fighting they kept battling but we just had way too many mistakes today offensively defensively i mean all the way around across the board it was it wasn't what we expected um, played really great last week, really well last week, but this week we just we couldn't put anything together. Is that maybe part of the of the frustration is what maybe the
4: expectations were going into this game as much as anything?
7: Yeah, it is. You know, I expect these guys to come in here and battle for four quarters, not make the mistakes and, and do all the things that we that we absolutely did today. I mean, I don't know how many turnovers we had but then the block punt and then you know, not hardly get any turnovers defensively, and getting our offense in good field position, and not getting off the field. I mean, I expect more out of these guys. I mean, yeah, I know we're a young fun, a football team, but they got to play better than what they played tonight.
4: Offense got into the red zone
7: on four occasions, but came away with just seven points. And in a twenty-eight-seven game, that's a pretty big deal. It's huge, and you know, we had opportunities to put you know points on the board, and, and we didn't do it. And you can't throw picks into the end zone, when we're in the end zone area. And you know, we just got to take care of the ball better. But I mean, take your hats off to, to the Griffins. I mean, they played well. Um, coach Fenwick's coming here done a great job and changed the culture and and got these kids playing hard and playing physical and aggressive and you know they're a very good football team and you know we got to learn from this and get better you mentioned the slow start does that have anything to do with how
4: much this changed from being an evening game to an afternoon game and then the game is delayed because of weather that have any bearing on it at all
7: we can't make that an excuse I mean you still got to come out here and play football no matter how long the delay is and That's what we talk to our team about—is maturity. How mature are we, you know, as a football team, to be able to handle these situations? And uh, yeah, the time changed. No big deal. We still ate our pregame meal like we always do. We had a little weather delay shouldn't be a big so today all right they had the same things going on that, that that we did so there's no excuse for that at all we got to come out and just play better bryson smith we saw take a really hard shot on the sideline
4: uh, last seen him still in the ambulance any update you can provide on him
7: no really. i mean am just gonna go get him checked out just for precautionary reasons to make sure that he's okay um, he's up talking he's alert i mean all, all those good things and You know, he's just hurt because he didn't get to finish the game with his his teammates and his family. So uh, I think he's going to be fine. We just got to get him checked out just to make sure everything looks good. Sometimes the
4: roller coaster season of a young team has very high highs and very low lows, and so it's another bounce back week for your team.
7: It is. You know, and it's how how we prepare this week. You know, I thought last week, you know, we did some good things, but did we prepare enough? Did we practice hard enough? Uh, Did we put enough time in the film room? Um, Did we execute the way we're supposed to execute? Did we fly around to the ball defensively? And offensively, Did we make the blocks up front, do the things that we need to do to win this ballgame? Um, I don't think we did, and so that's something this week. These guys really got to look back on and reflect and see what they could have done better to help us, you know, win these ball games. It's a 28-7 score on the board, but then when you look at the
4: way your defense played, it was on three short fields. And I know that for the defensive coaches, they're not going to take that as as any bearing into this. But uh, it seemed like the defense was able to on the full
7: fields do very well today. At times, you know, it, there's, there's still times that we like I think we didn't do very well on first down, gave them a second short, you know, a number of times, and you can't get yourself off the field when you do. That. But, yeah, we expect to get field goals in the situations instead of giving up touchdowns. And I think in all three of those scenarios, we gave up touchdowns instead of field goals. So, you know, we just got to do a better job of getting ourselves off the field. Um, We play together as a team. Offense, you know, helps defense. Defense helps offense. Special teams helps both. And, And really today, I don't think anybody helped anybody. Coach, appreciate the time. Thank you
0: back with a tight in Kale Cormony And Kale, a tough loss. Uh, guys just seemed like you couldn't, for whatever, find a rhythm. And then when you did, it, it seemed like you couldn't sustain it. Overall, what'd you kind of take away? What are your
5: thoughts? Uh, frustrating game, for sure. I think that, uh, you know, a lot of small errors that did lead to killing our drives and stuff like that. Um, I think we just got to you know, we came off a big win and then we rode that win a little too high. And, you know, it happens. It's a team sport. I think that today. Um, the defense played great. I want to send props to the defense. We put them in some some bad situations, but as an offense, I know that we shot ourselves in the foot when we didn't need to. And uh, I know we're all frustrated, but there's nothing you can do now except for take it, uh, take it as learning experience and move forward.
0: Got a big play to start the ball game, and then that crazy, weird interception where it is on the guys back in, basically. So you're behind the chains. How much does that kind of put a little bit of extra pressure on you guys, knowing that you're playing from behind the chains early?
5: Um, the grand scheme be things that shouldn't put any pressure on us. Uh, we know what we can do, I think that, uh, we did have some heads drop as a unit and we need to get better at that, but, um, at the end of the day, you know, when we're faced with adversity, we are a good enough team to overcome that. And we have in the past, we just got to make that a more consistent thing. It
0: seems like you have a pretty good relationship with Jack that hits on a couple of big pass plays, including down the seam here in the fourth quarter. What's that like? And how do you take that kind of the next level?
5: Uh, you know, well, I got a lot of love for Jack. I got a lot of love for this team. And uh, Jack's a playmaker. He makes plays. And I just try to, you know, I try to give him a safety outlet here I and mean, make plays when he can be made. And, uh, you know, he plays hard. And so it's only right for us to play hard for him.
0: And then finally going forward, obviously a big win last week. And you let down a, a little bit. How do you kind of make sure you even it out going into homecoming next week in Lincoln?
5: Uh, you know, every every game's a learning experience whether to win or a loss, And so it just kind of take this game with a grain of salt, uh, evaluate what we need to evaluate, uh, make the tweaks we need to make, and just kind of, you know, maybe have a little uh, come to Jesus meeting with the entire team to move forward as a unit. And uh, we all love each other, and we've been faced with adversity before. It's just uh, how we overcome that adversity. So uh, this week's gonna be important uh, practice-wise, as well as meetings-wise, just to kind of take a step back and regroup as a squad, and just, you know, really uh, really re- reflect the love we have for each other to put them back on the field. And, you know, we're going to bounce back. It happens. You know, it's a team sport. Um, you can't win them all. Uh, you guys got to learn from the losses and move forward.
0: Yeah, very good. Thanks, and good luck the rest of the way. I appreciate you, sir. Thank you. Back to you, Gerard. Gerard back with offensive back Sam Brant. And, and Sam, obviously, I'm obviously uh, frustration with the loss. felt like, yeah, they put up numbers on the board but it seemed like defensively you guys played pretty well just a couple of miscues set your backs against the wall a little bit and they made a couple of plays Mm
6: -hmm. it was yeah it was definitely tough I feel like defense played well like you said we did get put in some tough situations but obviously at the end of the day we did that to ourselves and so that's kind of the thing not so much that Mo West beat us today but we beat ourselves and really lost the uh, field position battle as well
0: Talk a little bit about too, uh, the frustration for you, because you guys have played defensively uh, really well this year, but it just seems like that just every once in a while you guys are a little bit off, and that has allowed the other team to find a way to get on the board.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's tough, and we, like I said earlier, we just kind of put ourselves in some bad situations and then at the end of the day like when we're on the field we got to get off the field and so as a defense that's something that we got to work on no matter what the situation that's brought to us we've we got to be able to get off the field and execute the calls that our coaches are giving us.
0: I know there was one time on the sidelines I saw you um, trying to pump up the offense a little bit. What was your message there uh, trying to get those guys going a little
6: bit? Man just trying to get those offensive guys to believe in themselves a little bit. I felt not that they didn't believe in, believe in themselves but trying to just get that momentum turned back our way today and I just felt like at the end of the day, we never got the momentum we turned back our way.
0: And then, two individually for you, you get a sack in the ball game. Uh, what does what that mean? And how did you feel? You playing offensive or uh, individually? I feel like
6: I played. I played pretty well today. There was still obviously I, I had some missed tackles that I need to get better on and step up and be able to make all those plays. But I mean, I feel like I played all right.
0: All right thanks, Sam. I'll
6: chat with you later. Yep. Thank you. Appreciate it. Back to you, Jared.